Welcome to Screencast, kind of funny's only entertainment-based podcast where we come together and discuss movies, TV shows, and streaming services. We are recorded live every Friday at around 11.30. Oh, a late one today. Uh, Sometimes uh, we're recorded between 11 and 2. Right. Some of that, yeah, some yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys uh, get what you get. But if you don't have time to watch us live, you can always catch the video on demand on YouTube or Rooster Teeth. Mm. Yeah, yeah. YouTube.com slash kind of Here's what I'll say about Kevin this morning. Everyone, get, cut Kevin a break. He, I walked in high today. Strong. It's a high strong morning. And he morning. was like, all of our printers and all of our laptops aren't working. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to go watch the Bad Boys for Life trailer four times Good. You really should. loud while yeah, you yeah. fix all that stuff. Because um, I love the trailer. If you don't want to see our ugly mugs, you could get our audio on whatever favorite uh, podcast streaming service you like. And if we're not on there, hit up Tim and let him know. Yeah. And he will put us there. Yep. 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 Uh, if Tim you, gone today. Sure. Right? Oh, sure. we'll get yeah. to that. I apologize. I no forgot worries. you had more. Go for it. Uh, if you want to support us and keep this garbage truck rolling, you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny and support any tier there. If you do the $5 tiers, the bronze tier, you can submit uh, responses like many of you guys do all the time. I am Kevin Coelho. To my immediate right... One Nick Scarpino, Hello. the man with the three fingered review. There it is, right there. there it is. And there's a lot of good trailers this week that I think are going to hit. Some are going to hit up here. <laughs> Most of them are going to be just right in the middle here. Yeah, right in the middle yeah, here. Everyone's favorite, yeah. right here. Uh, I don't think anyone's uh, the trailers that we watched will hit right here. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the the Christmas one, but I think that's actually going to be fairly entertaining. Yeah, from the looks of it, I like that Imogene uh, Potts poots. How do you say your last name? I have no idea. Who you're I, yeah, about. no idea. The main character in that, what's it called? Black Christmas? Dark yep. Christmas? Black Christmas. Black, Black Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. The main character in that, her name's Imogene, I think Poots. That's a good name. I like that it's name. It's weird. A lot. She was in a movie I liked a lot, but I can't remember what but it is. But before now. we go more into that, to your right, my left, one Joey, the movie bros herself, Noelle. Hello. Joester. What's going Poots. on? Oh, you know, just, uh, just like about to jump into some housekeeping. Some movies? Poots. Here's the housekeeping. Oh, her. Maybe Joester has From more. Need for Speed. I now I want to see. Let me see. <laughs> no, that's not the movie I'm this? thinking of for her. You know her. She's been in stuff. I have no idea who this is. <laughs> All right. I'll find the movie. Go ahead. I'll we're find the text yeah. while we're doing um, Yeah. A little quick housekeeping before we jump into more stuff. Uh, Greg and Fran are in Texas doing some sort of a... Uh, Borderlands three launch party. party. Yeah. We'll be hosting party, their baby. stream here. Hell yeah. Around, I think, 4 o'clock our time. Today. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I wrote, can you find them? <laughs> <laughs> if you're at yeah. the Borderlands 3 launch party, find you can them. probably know we find sent them. You. It, it if probably you do, won't be that hard if there's a stage. I would just keep an eye it, out on I don't there. know where in Texas it is. Is it Dallas? Either. Yeah. Okay, it's, it's in Dallas. Anyone in Dallas, go and find them. <laughs> if you find them, just send Kevin a picture. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'd love that. Please tweet yeah. at me a photo of them. Uh, preferably without their consent. Yeah. Definitely get them eating or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or bathing. Uh, next thing I want to bring attention to is at kindoffunny.com store. We have the Connect. I'm still pimping the Connect 3 oh, and 5. Oh, yeah, you are. Between 3 and 5 shirt. And the blue hoodie, which is back with a vengeance. Back. Yeah, people are excited about that. Very also, I want to do a shout out to our Patreon producers, Al Tribesman. Oh, wait, I had to do the Predator voice. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Andy does it better. Uh, and David Mindtel. The mind freak. Street mind magician. Freak. Joey, if Sorry, you're, gonna, if you're gonna be on the show, Joey, I expect you to do the mind freak. The thing is, mind freak. 
I did it. I did whisper it. But you, it was so late. <laughs> I know. I was like, am I supposed to It was to like, do nobody wants a birthday cake when it's not I their know, birthday, I didn't jelly. realize that there was a call and response aspect always, to it's it. Just, it's, we're just kind of feeling the wave together here. Uh, and then uh, shout outs to, uh, no, this, uh, we're sponsored by Postmates and HelloFresh. More about that later. First, Exciting. let's discuss what we watched this week. Mm. Nick, you watch anything mm. good this week? Uh, I finally finished Star Trek the Next Generation. Yeah. Wow. And it, uh, oh. I'll be honest, I don't know if I finished it. There's a possible, <laughs> it's possible that I've skipped a few seasons in there because I was like, I don't think I watched seven seasons of the show, but I've seen all of them at one point. I decided to go back and watch That's cool. Them. That's rad. I didn't know and you were I, doing this. I didn't know that, um, it was one of those moments where I was like, I had, I know how the series ends and the series, if you're not familiar with, uh, the ending is very, very, it ends in a very, very low, very, very beautiful note where all throughout the seven seasons of Star Trek, uh, the uh, the officers, the people that run the ship, Riker, Deanna Troy, Worf, Data, um, and Joy LaForge, they all get together for a weekly poker game, but, but Picard never comes. And the last episode, the very last scene is he comes and, he, and they're like, oh, Captain, is there something wrong? And he's like, I was just hoping I could join you guys tonight. And he sits down and they let him shuffle and he's like, I should have done this a long time ago. And then it's the last shot. It's just him dealing the cards while we pull out. And the whole you see the you see the all the main characters sitting around the table just like playing cards with each other, okay. and I, so I, beautiful. I knew that was going to be the case. And yeah. when we got to that scene, I was like, "Am I on the last episode? Shit!" And then I saw, like I looked, I was like, "Oh, I got one more left," and it wasn't. It was the world's worst behind the scenes retrospective oh. starring <laughs> Jonathan Frax, who plays Will Riker. Oh, okay, yeah, and he's yeah. it's the cheesiest. Is he just talking about the chair thing. No, um, they, he talks about a lot of the tropes that 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 went into, it, or or the things that became things in Star mm-hmm. Trek, like the uh, the Picard straightening, or um, uh, he didn't talk about his chair thing. That I think that I think people didn't notice that till years later. Yeah, years but later. this is like as they were filming the last episode, he was doing this behind the scenes thing. It's the cheesiest, most '90s thing you've ever seen in your life. Where he's like, I'm sitting in wardrobe. Do you know what wardrobe is? Let me tell. And everyone's like, he's ah, so ah. interesting. He's, he's weird. He's very weird. Jo- Joey, do you know about the chair thing? No, I don't. I don't know really anything. There's a about super Star cut Trek. of it we can find. Okay, so we're we're, not, yeah, I'll just explain it. Uh, Will Riker, uh, mm-hmm. first uh, commander of the uh, Enterprise, he's like number one. He always calls him number one because he's like the number one in charge after the captain. Mm-hmm. Uh, every single time he sits in a chair. Every single time, for some reason, <laughs> he he instead of just walking to the side and sitting down. Because he's so tall, he just loops his leg over it and sits down. It's oh. terrible. And there's a it's super so cut weird. of him doing this for seven seasons straight. Every fucking time and he no walks into no one really noticed until Nobody after? noticed that. Yeah. It's, it's like similar it... to like the Picard. Every time Picard stands up, he straightens this thing, mm-hmm. which is like, that has a name too. There's all these little tiny things that the actors had to do because either they were, they just didn't notice they were doing it until too long and that would just yeah. became a habit or because the uniforms were fucked up or well, whatever. I, I, I like huh. to think Will uh, Riker like was like, no, this is my thing. Am I this, is a, this is a character choice. Yeah, it really, it seems like it. Because some of the times in the supercut, you'll see and it's like, that was difficult for him to pull off. There's a couple of them that you're like, you didn't need to do that. Yeah. Like, no, it's actually no. harder to do that yeah. than sitting like a normal human being. Yeah. But, uh, so I finished that and then I started watching a series on uh, Netflix called Rust Valley Restorations. Okay, it sounds like a used series. Yeah, it I like is that. a bunch of guys up in Canada uh, up in the Rust, I guess there's an area called Rust Valley in Canada, and mm-hmm. it's just about a guy who's trying to get his restoration shop off the ground. He's mm-hmm. he's been a car collector. I think he had a, um, a contracting business that he did quite well with, and mm-hmm. then he has now spent basically all of his money buying used like old 
junked out cars and he has 400 of them on a lot and it's about him and his kid like basically his kids like we are starting this business or you're gonna go bankrupt yeah so we need to start selling cars now and so it's like him not wanting to restore stuff or like not wanting to sell stuff it's fascinating that but sounds like some shit i'd really get into you'll really like it i think and you know it's all it's all classic yeah. cars but it's very weird because up until this point i've watched i watch a lot of motor trends still mm-hmm. and, I, and i'm somewhat familiar i'm not a gearhead by any stretch of the imagination no. but i'm somewhat familiar with the old chevelles or you know the old dodgers or the old mopars whatever um, they had different names in Canada oh. and different bias. So I'm like, whoa! <laughs> I was like, what's a Beaumont? And it's like, there's so this. So I'm learning this whole new education of like what the American cars, what the Chevys, Fords, and stuff ha- did when they were manufactured in Canada. The differences between those cars, the brands, how they were marketed. It's just cool to see. Plus, they say weird, a a lot, know? but they're they're all crazy. I, I've come to the conclusion that anyone that works on cars or restores cars for a living is a little crazy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just a little. Yeah, especially, I mean, if you buy a, a ton of cars and, like, you have to be kind of forced into doing, like, hey, we're going to lose all our money because you've spent it all on these junkers. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I yeah. thought that was a very fascinating series. Uh, I'm sure I've watched other real relevant movies. I just can't remember any of them now. I have to start writing stuff down because I could just never remember. Yeah. I always write stuff down. Mm-hmm. I started oh, doing that as my thing. I apologize. There is one. I watched a documentary on uh-huh. Netflix about steroid use in baseball, oh, and it is fucking hilarious. Uh, uh, Barrett, can you Google it for me? Just put steroids, Netflix, baseball, Alex Rodriguez. You'll find it. It's called Screwball, I think. <laughs> so many Screwball. Words. Let me look it up. Uh, it is. Is it good? Awesome. Yeah, Screwball. And uh, yes. It, so here's what it. So this documentary um, is narrated by the people that were in it. Uh, it is about the steroid. Uh, uh, the steroid scandal mm-hmm. that affected a bunch of major league baseball players, including mm-hmm. Alex Rodriguez, which led to his suspension uh, for like a hundred and some odd games, um, and MLB's kind of MLB's role in it, and how originally they were like, oh, "We're, we're not <laughs> yeah, we're you guys fine. are hitting a lot of home runs, lot, keep going." <laughs> because evidently the the home run race between uh, uh, Mark McGuire and uh, Sammy Sosa really helped bring back a lot of money sure. into the league after the strike. All this jazz, but it's it's told from the perspective primarily of the guy, uh, the doctor, Tony Bosch, who was the one that was giving them the steroids, Ooh. and how he was not really a real doctor, but he had a medical license, but it was from like Belize, <laughs> and how like right, right, right. He, you know, and so the and it, but it's fascinating because it paints the whole picture of all, all, how all that came about and how steroid use. Um, is propagated in both just uh, mostly in sports, but also in just like private industry where you can go and quote unquote to like these youth facilities where they where they, youth they help. Facilities. Well, they call them like rejuvenation. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you regain your youth. Yeah. And largely the way you do that is just a, just a fucking bucket of testosterone and a bucket of anabolic steroids and HGH. Uh, but it works because people are like, fuck, I feel like I'm 20. You know, um, and the people, of course, in this are just utter idiots who. <laughs> Are just it never ceases to amaze me the people that have zero scruples like when the, when you hit that crossroad of a, of a human being that has no morals or scruples a little bit of knowledge and then he and, and then is just too stupid to realize what he's doing is eventually going to lead to his downfall yeah. you get hilarity <laughs> now I'll say this one of the reasons that I love this is because they do dramatic reenactments oh some, yes I but love they do them little kids so as the guys talking uh-huh. it's little kids yeah. dressed as them <laughs> that's Joey okay. has like the IMDB page open yeah. so that and guy it's that's the a... kid that plays A-Rod and it has a uh, oh sorry I didn't realize you were touching me um, it has a purpose at first you're like this is off-putting but the purpose is, as you start to realize, the reason why the the uh, uh, not the FDA, um, the feds came after. Like, what's the drug enforcement FTC? agency? 
No. The DEA. The DEA came after him was not because of baseball players. They're like, we don't give a fuck if a bunch of millionaires are going to roll each other up and like play baseball. It's because he started giving the people started realizing he was the one that gave him to like Manny Ramirez and A Rod, and so parents started bringing their kids to him. And so he got popped because they were like, we actually don't care so much that you're giving them to adults. It's that you're giving them to high school kids now. That's crazy. And that's why you have to. And so that's why you by the end of it. And I just kind of spoiled it a little bit. But the story is so fascinating. It's worth watching. But by the end of it, that's why they use the kids. Whoa. Because they to show you that like kids are seeing this in a different perspective and they don't they don't get it that they're going to start taking growth hormones in a time when their bodies are still growing and it'll severely fuck up their endocrine system and like some of their potentially organs. Uh, It's. I, it was fascinating, but they're also fucking idiots. Like it's like watching <laughs> Firefest. You're like, how oh, stupid so do you have to be to have just gone through with this whole oh, thing? Sounds really good. It's on Netflix, huh? Yeah, it's on Netflix, cool. and it's. I mean, it's so absurd because the guy, yeah. even himself, Tony Bosch, the doctor, is, he's an absurd character. He's mm-hmm. just—they're all completely ridiculous. The guy that blew the whistle on him is a fucking moron, but it's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> and it's like, and then it's told from the perspective of like the guy that wrote all these stories on him, and they were like, he was just like, he's just the the guy the the guy that's actually writing for like the Miami Times, or whatever. It's just he just shakes his head most of the time, like, how dumb <laughs> do you have to be to do this shit? But they got away with it for a really long time, so. It is what it is. Well, I mean, until it was affecting kids, like I, I get that. that, that that's sense, when yeah. that's when they kind of he kind of skated by, mm-hmm. um, and he obviously had a lot of problems as well. Like you know, a lot of these guys uh, turn to crime or turn to these things that are not exactly on the up and up because they have lifestyles that they need to keep up. Or at one point, yeah. he was like, "I have a, I have sixty thousand dollars worth of child payments, uh, drinking bills, and cocaine." And the guy's like, how much of that was cocaine? He was like, oh, it was most of it. That's cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> child support was like four grand. The cocaine was like $56,000 a year, a month rather. So anyway, I, I highly recommend this, especially if you're a baseball fan and you don't know the ins and outs of the story. I think it's very, very fascinating. Well, that's cool. Super interesting. Joe, did you watch anything of note? I did. Let me pull up my notes because I don't forget. So I started, I, I'm going to start with the older things that I started rewatching. Uh, I started awesome. rewatching Supernatural because I realize I'm not current on it. seasons. I know. Yeah, and you I got started a lot it, to catch so up. I, no. Well, I've watched it all through like season probably eight or nine before, maybe ten. Um, but I can't really remember what happens in like anything after season five. So that's mm-hmm. where I started again. Um, I just really like it and I want it. I think this next one is the last season. Yes. Yeah. So I kind of want to just catch up and watch that and see how it ends. So possibly up to 10 seasons. Yeah. Whoa, but it, I feel cool. like that's such no, an like easy it. thing to like Absolutely. throw Binge. in the background, always, yeah. especially because I've watched like three or four of them in the middle. Also, I don't think this is a show that requires like deep attention. No, I was doing artsy crafty stuff, stuff oh, while yeah. I was doing it. Um, so I started doing that. Oh, that was close. Um, I started watching Jane the Virgin, which just ended. Interesting. Season three or four. I really like Gina Rodriguez. So mm-hmm. I was like, I don't, I watched only episodes here and there so I started that from the beginning that's another one that's like very easy to just put on in the background and yeah and just have on have on um sitcoms right yeah it's like the telenovela style and yeah. it's really fun um, it was I believe ape, like they aped the story from a Latin telenovela probably yeah because yeah. they have like the yeah narrator line and stuff like that all that kind of stuff um I watched season three of the good place to prep yeah. for season four sure. it's a lot. It's so interesting how each season of The Good Place feels wildly different than the one before it. I feel like I enjoyed the first half of the first season, and then I've just been watching it since then because I really? wanted I to be. I thought the whole first season was really good. Mm. 
I feel like it loses it. Anyways, but yeah, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm gonna watch the fourth season when it totally. comes. Totally. Yeah. Did not expect the like last episode to like hit me as hard as it did. There was like some real emotional moments in there. But I feel like a lot of those emotional moments come out of like they're created for that episode where you're like, we haven't seen this before, and it's yeah, like but it's, it's still I it's agree. All built up. It to hit me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was really good. Uh, let me look at my notes. New, we'll talk about this more later. I think maybe uh, the new season of Great British Bake Off. Oh yeah, starting. Mm-hmm. So that's we'll on talk Netflix. About a new yeah. Story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's we'll talk about the episodic yeah. nature of it. But it's just such a good wholesome show. Just it makes me want to eat. Really? That's my only problem. Because I watch it, and I go, I gotta get something sweet. I gotta get a piece of cake in oh, me or yeah. something. I, I just look like at these people. Are, did you stuff. rewatch the old seasons? I started to. Okay, but the problem is my my entry point was not the uh, Mary oh. Berry right. seasons. Mm-hmm. It was the newer ones, and I was yeah. like, I kind of just like this better because the show just looks better. Right, it's shot more beautifully. <sighs> it's it's I th- I think the hosts at this point like I just like the vibe of the new host, which I know was sacrilege because Mary Berry's yeah, like every, yeah. a god Paul Hollywood. Paul Hollywood's still in it though. I know, but their dynamic together, I feel like, is so much better than the dynamic he has as the new one. Yeah, that's true. But I feel like the, I feel like the uh, and I forget the, the the woman's name who was his counterpart. I feel like she's got a little bit more to say than Mary Berry though. I feel like she push, <sighs> she pushes him a little bit more. Mary Berry was always like the grandmother, and like Paul Hollywood was like the, yeah. the, the the grandson that was just acting up. And she's like, oh, he'll figure it out. This new one is like, shut up, Paul. Like, well, and I like the old hosts better too, Sue and mm, I can't I remember. remember. The other I don't mind. The, I don't mind the the, the hosts now. They're always just a little. Noel is so kooky, and that's even saying something because I feel like he's more reserved in this than he's been in anything else. Yeah, um, I don't hate them by any means, but I mean, I think it's just gonna take more getting used to. The yeah. more of the new stuff I watch, I, I assume the more I like it. To me, the power of the show really is just that it's so fun to watch these people. It bake. is. It's like, and it's here's this accountant who just like bakes these crazy cakes and like pastries. And 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 at the end of the day, like you get I don't that the, the, appeal s- of the, show. <laughs> the stakes are o- well. The appeal of the show to me is that the stakes are only as high as like, look, these people love this thing. Mm-hmm. Most of them are not trying to be professional bakers. Whereas yeah. you see, like, you watch Top Chef, and these people mm-hmm. legitimately want to win Top Chef because it's such a big accolade that they can go. And start restaurants, right, right, and, right. you know, and have a bigger, you know, they have more versatility. Whereas most of these people are like, I am a guard, like I'm an accountant, and I just love making yeah. puff pastries. And then they win, and they're like, cool. And they catch up with them, like, <laughs> what, what have you been doing? Like, uh, making puff pastries. <laughs> yeah. With the exception of there's been a few people a that have turned into career. Be like, ah, yeah. I'm not doing this. Some people realize that's they're starting to realize that, but I also the stakes are just like. You know, I, I watched I watch a lot of reality TV here in the states. I watch Below Deck, and it's mostly just like made up bullshit. It's made up drama that they put these people together yeah. and like write these storylines. I and mean, stuff. Bachelor in Paradise, man, perfect example. It's on every week, so it's nice. House. It's nice to watch a, a reality is it show. Twice, where, Bachelor in Paradise is Monday and Tuesday oh nights. Christ. Oh Jesus Christ! For two hours each. It's a lot. Get the. It's, no wonder I feel like I'm always watching it. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, just terrible. G two in the chat says, "What's Below Deck?" Um, oh, the, no. the quick answer to that is, it's everything. It's everything. And let's move on. Joey, anything <laughs> else you're watching? Uh, the last thing I started watch, or watched was Falling in Love on Netflix. What is this? This is a Netflix rom-com starring oh, yes. one Christina Milian, oh, who is a like, this is the one with 2000s the house? pop star. Yeah, so she plays a architect, sure. maybe something, yeah, something like that. thing that I don't really care about. Let's call her civil engineer. Yeah, oh, something like that. I'm going to watch the shit out of this this weekend. Um, <laughs> in San Francisco and she works for a That's startup. Here. Yeah, it's here. Yeah. Weird city shots, but Weird she get that. fired? No, it's a startup, so uh-huh. it just disappears. Oh. <laughs> uh, so then common. she uh, when 
she threw out that little intro part that she gets a pop-up for like you could win an inn like a bed and breakfast uh oh, in new zealand in love yes in new zealand and it. so Sorry. then after she gets uh laid off or whatever, it closes yeah then she gets a notification that she wins this in and she's very excited. She's like, I don't have anything else going for me. I'm going to move to New Zealand. And then she gets there and it's, it's all like, broke down. yeah, super oh, broke. Uh, and then it's good the, day. That's Is it one the of the story. Hemsworth brothers. No, but oh. it's another Australian guy, Adam even though Demos. it's set in New Zealand. Seems kind of weird. Well, he's really attractive. We haven't quite. Yeah, he's not bad looking at all. We haven't quite evolved as a species to realize that the New Zealanders and the Aussies are different people. But you know what? They're all just so charmingly lovely. They're all just so charmingly lovely that they that's are. what. Listen, if you're out there, if you're a Kiwi or you're an Aussie and you're out there and I you're think thinking. Kiwi's not a good term. I thought it was a fine term. I think. No. I think it's. I don't know. Really? Really? There I was, it was a, a term movie of some bridesmaid or. No, not bridesmaids. I, th- I think they were like. She like stops him and she's like, you know, it's not a good term, right? Yeah, my apologies. No, no, no. I, mean, I don't think it's a bad or, or term. Or someone from Australia, just know that the reason we mix you up is because we find both of you, both both of, of you, to be just lovely, just lovely human beings, just charming and lovely. That's yeah. why. Um, you know? Did you like it? Yeah, it's. I would say on my list of Netflix rom coms, it's obviously to all the boys I've loved before. Enough, I mean, yes, <laughs> and then a <laughs> significant at some point. margin drop. I feel like then I think something great with uh, Gina Rodriguez is my next one. That was a good one. Yeah, uh, but this it is a far be, cry away yeah, from yeah, yeah, to yeah. all the boys. And this, then it might be this one. It might be that Sierra Burgess one. I don't know. There's a new one that popped up. It's not this one. They're like eyes for you or something like that, or like I don't know another, what that is. It's another. T, it's another high school one. Oh no! Okay, that's a different. Hold on, one. I'll find it. You guys can oh. go on. Oh, uh, is this the one about the really tall girl? Did oh, you see that one? That, that trailer yeah, that's, is I believe really that's bad. called no. Tall Girl. And like, I was like, should I put this in so that Joey could talk about it? Well, first that off, that trailer looks. It awful. does not look We need good. to talk about the perfect day because that was a great one too. The Noah Sets Oh yeah, one. I did like that one. That was fantastic. Uh I don't know. I don't know. They're all the same. And then. Uh, I'm not legend also says set it up which I always kind of forget about because it was so oh, much earlier the than the, the other like, ones. like the two assistants are trying yeah. to set up their with Tay Diggs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one's also Tay really Diggs good. Tay Diggs is such a cool name. How the fuck He's did they get cool Christina Milian? Yeah. She was like yeah, I have do no it. idea. Apparently that's just what she's I'm going to move on to the list of stuff that I've watched. Okay. So I was on a plane and I watched quite a bit. I was on several planes. Oh geez. Way too many planes for how, how little I traveled. I think it was five planes total. It doesn't matter. That's a lot of planes. Yeah, it was a lot of planes. The first thing I watched was Greta. Oh, the scary oh. one. It was awful. Yeah. That's what a, a bummer because I wanted to see it. The actors look like they'd be like, they're all yeah. cool actors and mm-hmm. it's just like none of them were good. I, I don't understand. Like, I've seen them all in other stuff yeah. and they're great. They work in this. Yeah, that did that yeah. look it looked kinda it looked kinda cool though, the trailer for Greta. Yeah, yeah it looked really cool. That's the one where the older woman is like kinda leaving, helps the younger woman, but which, then starts to stalk her and like yeah, 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 yeah. she's out leaving on her. purses everywhere yeah. and like stalking. It's not a good movie though. Don't watch it. Okay. Stay away from it. Unless you're on a plane, which is the situation I found myself in. Yeah. In which case, like, all right, whatever, be disappointed, you know? Don't take my advice. Uh then I also watched Hellboy, the new one. Yeah. Oh, oh man. That one got torn. Apart. It's because it's real bad. How? I so they were like, hey, you know what uh, Guillermo del Toro did? Like, yeah, it was really cool. Let's try to do that, but not be as good. Yeah, and that's that one, what they did. Yeah, like, that's they, unfortunate. They redo the the scene where he like comes into the world for yeah. the first like, and they do it terribly. And mm. it's like this is worse than the one that already happened. Why would you? 
That's like, this is shot poorly. That's Anyways. so bad. That's so sad. And it's bad like, for David Harbour because I like David Harbour yeah. a lot. I don't know if I liked him in it, though. No, really? I mean, yeah. probably well, just not. Like, because, you know, you can be a bad movie with a bad plot and, and have good still acting. have a good actor. But it just there's so much makeup on him and he, like, has trouble talking He's the sheriff from yeah, Ron Perlman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Ron Perlman had the same problem with the with the makeup when he did the role. But I felt like it's, it's something about his felt better. Maybe. Uh, and that's unfortunate. Well, guess what? It tanked, so uh, they're not making another yeah, one yeah, yeah. anytime soon. Hellboy's uh, probably dead. Then I rewatched Captain Marvel. Hmm. What'd you think? Um, What'd you think upon second view? I didn't like it as much the second time, yeah. but you know, it's fine. That's a lot it happens it's, to me a lot okay with the Marvel movie. movies where you're like, okay. Oh, Good for one, and then it was fun, and then you go back and you're like, it's mid tier. I disagree. There's a lot of great Marvel movies. Well, no, there's Especially there's a lot Ant-Man's. that are fun to rewatch, yeah. but the, like the Ant Man's are. Amazing. Like Ant-Man 2, They're good. They're I was like, so this good. is fun. But then you I get about it. halfway through and you're like, man, man the ghost character. And all I feel like, yeah, Ant-Man I, is like I really a enjoy Ant-Man very solid mid-tier. Yeah. yeah, but again, that is just because the MCU ranking is so, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Par excellence. Yeah. Um, then I started watching... The Righteous Gemstones. What's oh, the Righteous Gemstones? The Righteous Gemstones the is day. a new HBO show by something oh, McBride. Oh, is that on? Yeah, it started. Oh, There's three episodes out right now. It. Phenomenal. Is it great? Oh, it's so good. This is Danny McBride, Adam yeah, Devine, uh, John Goodman. John Goodman. And it's, yeah, this looks, the heck, it's it has everything for me. so good. It's very enjoyable. I hate that it's episodic just because, like, mm, it's it so all? good that I, like, I'm ready for the next episode. What was cool is we watched it after we had come back from our trip, mm-hmm. and we did another trip to Calistoga, and we were hanging out. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's what we did for those, like, four hours because the first episode's really long. Um, it was Are they awesome. hour-long episodes? I think so. I would imagine They might so. be 45 minutes. Okay. It's so funny, but though. The it, first one's, like, an hour and a half. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I, I love I HBO shows that, so much, mm-hmm. and I think that they still make some of the best programming out there. But the fact that they don't release all of them at once is un- unfortunate because I don't think I finished the last two seasons of Ballers. I think I was there current, and then I had a trip that came up, and then I totally forgot about it. But for me, mm-hmm. like that's not necessarily a bad thing because like, the waiting is, is intense. Yeah, and, and then they dominate the conversation for so long, right. especially with something like with Game season of five coming and being the final season. Like now we can re- like watch everything because I yeah. only watched the first season, and I want to watch the rest of Ballers, so mm-hmm. I might. Binge that and then watch the last season and get all excited. Just get into it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next thing I watched, I tried to watch Dark Crystal. Oh. Just could not get into it. I. Uh, it doesn't look. It's it's like everyone says I it's really it. good. It's, but it's just beautiful. Not my thing. I just I think I need to rewatch the movie because I just it's could, hard to get through. I cannot care about anything that's going on. Mm. I watched. I think the whole first episode, and I was just like, this isn't for me. So I switched it over to The Naked Director. Mm-hmm. And I don't like this show. Yeah. I watched all of it. I watched all of season one. Uh, yeah, I think it's just season one out right now. And it's just, You're, I don't understand why I kept watching. I kept wanting it to be good. Yeah. So many of the best friends recommended it. You're so much more just, forgiving than I am. I yeah. watch, I, I'll watch the first episode or something. If I get five minutes in and it doesn't hit me, I'm like, nope, done. Mm-hmm. Not for me. I kept, you won't even finish the first oh, episode. Oh, I'll just bail out. Right, It feels so good to just bail out. I don't need to finish this shit. If you can't get me interested in ten, within the first 10 minutes of your show, uh, you're not going to get me by the end of the episode. That's that's not going to happen. There was just something about the editing in that, and I think maybe it's because it's foreign. Yeah, um, it's Japanese, right? Yeah, yeah. It were just have a different style. It, like they just felt like they were doing bigger jumps, where it's like, 
what happened to this thing? Yeah. What happened to this thing that you like the whole first three episodes about? And now you're just doing mm-hmm. this other thing, or first two episodes. Um, so I just, I, but I, for whatever reason, I continued just in hopes that like <laughs> I would enjoy was it gonna more. Get yeah. you at some some point. of the characters are cool, and I like their relationships. Yeah, and it just was so highly recommended. I'm disappointed in you all. Yeah. Um, before we move on, I want to give a quick shout out. I was looking for uh, the name of the Netflix rom com that I was uh, thinking about, mm-hmm. and so I went to the first this list that says twenty new romantic comedies to have on your radar in twenty nineteen. Uh, the top uh, this is from OprahMag.com. Sure. Oh yeah. Uh, so uh, this is I love by, Oprah. This is written by Michelle uh, Darasaw. Uh, and the first one is Falling in Love. Mm-hmm. Okay, which I'm like, cool. I'm gonna watch that. Mm-hmm. Next one is The Last Summer, which may or may not be the one that I was thinking of. Uh, I love that you rom-com. didn't figure it out. Uh, the third one is Plus One, which uh, I have no idea. Oh, that's the one with that uh, Jack Quaid, which looks cute. Um, which is already out. Uh, release date June 14th, 2019. Yeah, so yeah, it's already out. Uh, the one. fourth one is The Sun is also a star, which is a movie that I thought I might want to see. As I well. wanted to we see, thought about vaguely that. wanted to see mm-hmm. it too. But then I'm gonna give a questionable shout out. To number five, Under the Silver Lake. Definitely not, not a rom com. No, not at all. Not a rom com. Not a rom com. In at all. any stretch of the fucking imagination, That's is a this a rom com? We'll walk away from it. So clearly, uh, this writer uh, did not watch all these movies. She just saw the preview for this and was like, oh, it must be a rom com. If you're going. I dare you to go to the silver, under the silver leg <laughs> thinking it's a rom-com. Go for it. Take your significant other yeah, with you, but don't tell her. Tell her it's just a lovely little indie rom-com starring Andrew Garfield and Riley Keough and just see how she reacts about 20 minutes in. A couple more things on my list that I want to go over. This next one mm-hmm. caught me off guard real hard. Okay. I went in being like, I don't want to watch this. Paul was like, let's check it out. Carnival Row. So yeah. Orlando Is this Bloom and HBO one? No, it's an Amazon Prime one. Amazon Prime. Um, what's the girl's name? I don't know. Let's find out. She's got real strong eyebrows. They're Cara Delevingne. That's it. You nailed it. <laughs> That's it. Keep going, I got a package being delivered at my house. I got to <laughs> just dial in. Keep going. It's fine. Okay. Um, it's I really really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. The it's like a. I don't know, 17th century world where okay. like Orlando Bloom coming back. I mean, dude, that. Orlando Bloom is great in it. it. Yeah. Where it's like mythical creatures live alongside uh, humans hmm. and like, they're all like immigrants and like, it's just really cool. All of the first season is great. Really enjoyed it. It ends and it's like, man, I want season two. So wow. totally caught me out guard and uh, can't recommend it enough. It was good. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I'll throw it on my list. Um, my ever growing list. But the problem is, it's a time, what is it called? A period piece? Period piece. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, not you. So you lose Joster. I know. Uh, and then I started watching Dairy Girls. So many people have recommended this to me for so long, and I just... It's very good. Really? It's so good. Okay, what's... Dairy give me girls. the pitch. Give me your pitch on it. How about uh, that? Just high school kids, a, a bunch of... It's... I think it's They're, five high okay. school girls, or oh, four high school girls, great. and mm-hmm. one boy at no. an all-girls yeah, Catholic school, mm-hmm. and it's just them living in, in the middle of uh, the Troubles, mm-hmm. you know, Ireland... And the issues that they had. Yeah. Uh, and it's phenomenal. It's very, very difficult to understand them. Mm, uh, subtitle like, one? Yeah. Because yeah, they're yeah. Irish. They're, but like, I feel like 
they're going extra hard. Yeah, like a lot dialect. of times the main character's girl, like face is mm-hmm. like super like, and it's like you're trying to make this difficult. Yeah, you're trying. You mm-hmm. know that that word isn't said that way by any stretch of the imagination. Hey man, uh, but shout it out is, to people who mispronounce words on purpose. It's mm, fun. It's an art form. Yeah, it sure is. But uh, Dairy Girls is so good. Very, very enjoyable. It's two seasons. It's British, so there's six episodes, like series. Mm-hmm. Uh, third one is coming soonish. Sweet. Yeah. We also watch It Chapter Two, which we'll talk to talk later. about later. Um, it's good. Right. Yeah. Good. yeah. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for the news. New, 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 news. News. Our first news story. Am I supposed to say something with that one too? No. 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 Okay. That one. That one is just <laughs> free flow. Nick's actually not con. supposed to say anything. It hurts Barrett's feelings. I actually liked that one this time though. Oh, Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good luck keeping me away from the mic. Good <laughs> luck. Uh, our first news story. One that I'm, I don't think any of us are super interested, but I'm putting in there because people give me shit when I don't talk about news stories that I think, like, you know, that are like relevant, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, sci fi video game franchise and book series Metro 2033 is getting a movie adaptation. There's really no information further than that. There's no directors, no dates. I've got some stuff here about the Metro 2033. I know some people like it. I feel like that the last game came out, won a big deal. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's There's this like is not going to be a huge or deal. Yeah. I don't think if <laughs> will anyone, it actually get made? Probably, but may, maybe video game movies, man. Like, but I'm sure it'll like, get made with a smaller budget, and it probably will be a slightly limited release, and it probably won't be all that great. Yeah. But for those of you out there thinking that the Metro 2033 movie is going to be the first video game uh, adaptation to movie that really breaks open the uh, the floodgates, you're gonna have to think again. It's not gonna be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't disagree with you. Sorry, it's hard to spoil everyone's expectations. Are you spoiling them or are you just... Setting them. Yes. Tempering them, as they say. Moving on to our next story. Cobra Kai Season 1. Now available for streaming for free on YouTube with ads. Now, I'll say this. If you haven't watched the first season of Cobra Kai... Now, I, I, I fucked up. I haven't watched the second season yet. Well, uh, I got some news for you. Great. What is it? Uh, well, let me let me get through. For a limited time, the entire first season of Cobra Kai is available on streams for free on YouTube. YouTube is binging the first season of uh, Karate Kid from behind the paywall until September 12th. And YouTube will release Cobra Kai Season 2 episodes weekly, also available for free with ads. I'm so in. September 24th, I want to say. Fucking A. According to Do it earlier so I can series. download them all. For your trip. Can you download them all for YouTube? Can you no, do that? You Starting have to have ele- September 11th. Prime, premium. Yeah, if you have the premium. Well, then yeah. I don't need but then the, you, Yeah, you don't need, would need They the wouldn't free. have to be for free. Yeah. Maybe I'll just use do it, it for a month. month. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you right now. Cobra Kai, I have no idea how season two is. I haven't seen the reception of it because it kind of it was a flash in the pan for season one. Yeah. For me, at least. Uh, but season one is so good. It's so good. And I can't imagine they fucked up season two. So go watch it. It's great. You have until September 12th. Great. And then it will maybe go weekly. The article was unclear, and then season two will start coming out. Also, maybe weekly. Unclear. <laughs> a lot of un- but like what's, in, what's important is segment. you've got a limited amount of time to watch this, and people have said for a long time this is a good show. Mm-hmm. Um, so people are saying season two is nuts. I can't tell if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm thinking I'm reading it as a good thing. Our next news story, mm-hmm. one that I'm extremely excited for. Who? Start your nuclear doomsday clocks. HBO Watchmen's just got a premiere date. Yeah, Ooh. buddy. When is it? October 20th, 2019. Right around the court. 
I can't wait. So I'm, I'm very excited. I still have no idea what the show is. It sounds like it's a total reimagining of stuff where they're changing the story. I'm excited. I'm in. Yeah. I'm. I hope this is good. HBO doesn't steer you wrong most days. You know. Yeah. Except for the ending of the last season. You know, of shows. You gotta let it go. Yeah. I never will. Um, Nick, you interested at all for this Watchmen? Yeah, I'm gonna watch the shit out of this. Mm-hmm. Definitely. In fact, I've asked my wife to please not cancel HBO so that I can watch this. <laughs> now, again, well, I was very sincere sounding. Now, again, as to whether or not she listens and or uh, follows through, follows on that? through, that's up to her. She is an island all to her own. Mm-hmm. And one day I'll just go and it won't be there, and we just don't ask questions. It's gone. <laughs> the war continues. Well, that'd be a bummer. Yeah. Do you have an iPad? Uh, no. I okay. don't. I have a phone. No, you don't want to watch on your phone. I That's watch a lot of awful. stuff on my phone. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So here's what I do on the we on the reg, as the kids say. Uh, my wife will be watching something like the Real Housewives of whatever god awful city these horrible human Potomac. beings are from. Yeah. Sure, so, like she Is would that usually really a show. Usually, I L.A. and New York, one. I think, are the two that she watches a lot. Yeah, uh, she and I split because mm-hmm. she watches L.A. and New York, and I watch Orange County and Jersey. Yeah, do you get together and talk about what's happening in? Uh, whenever I see her, we usually talk about it. And so I will, uh, she'll watch that on the big TV and I'll pretend to watch YouTube videos or other series like, like streaming as I'm actually watching it as well. But I can't let her know that. Sure. Because Kevin, we can't let them win. <laughs> no. We can't I'll never win. watch Bachelor in Paradise. Never. I regardless of how much it's on. Understand. And how much no. I care about that one guy. The Good. appeal John of the show. Yeah. I don't get it. But I also John Paul Jones watched. is just such a lovable idiot. He seems he's stupid. So du- he's, he's very dumb. He's tanking real fast, though. I didn't, I didn't love watch, his last I didn't, couple of I didn't episodes. watch this last dumb. episode. But yeah, like that. he had the like super rebellious like fight where he goes up to the yeah, guy and, and won't listen to him. Yeah. Lost a lot of good graces in that one. Really? Derek's not a bad person? I think Derek's fairly boring. But... But he was John Paul him. Jones was just like, "Bro, what was that about? Why are you? Do- why are yeah. you just like coming at him randomly about this?" Also, had no idea Derek had a podcast before. John Paul Jones made a big deal about it, so now they're getting a ton of publicity. I'm sure. That's cool. Was it planned? You know, I'm sure. What the that hell entire show was planned. Oh, Tuesday. Yeah, I'm excited about it too. Can't <laughs> I think wait. it was great. God bless Don uh, Johnson. They brought him back from the dead, which is great, and it's got a great cast. It's good. It looks dope. I'm sorry. Uh, next news story: Netflix changes the Great British Baking Show to weekly releases. Mm-hmm. Are you guys pissed? What's happening? How no, are we taking this? I think they're doing it, if I'm not mistaken, to coincide with the fact that they're still airing. So, yeah. like, we're current now, which we get makes them sense. Three days after the UK. Yeah, which I kind of like. Um, again, this this show for me is not necessarily a hill worth dying on, as far as like how I consume it. Most likely, what I'll do is just let the entire season spool up, and then I'll just go back and watch Are, it because I really don't care who wins. Have you been watching it all this? Season? We went no. I mean, I mean honestly, I haven't watched it maybe six months. Oh, really? Oh, that, yeah. That was yeah. I haven't watched it. Might be two at this point, but I whittled my way through about five seasons before I was before I started getting lost because the seasons were coming out weirdly in like a weird. Like you, you had current seasons, and then it kind of jumped a little bit, and I was like, "Oh, this looks yeah, bad." There was this a chunk like that they didn't years ago. upload on you on Netflix, yeah. as far as, as I know. So we'll get back into it probably once we have more. But I, you know, again, I, I do get invested in who wins, um, but it's more just about seeing these lovely. I thought you just said you didn't get invested to a, to in a degree. Wins. I do, I do get invested. <laughs> you have your favorites. That you, you have end your faves, and, and you know, you end up rooting for people. But at the end of the day, it really is just about watching these lovely British people be lovely to each other and make some beautiful and some not so beautiful pastries. And it's very relaxing. Mm-hmm. So, I'll take it as it comes. Yeah, mm-hmm. for me, the Great British Baking Show or whatever, whatever phrasing they use for it, because it's different than the BBC one. Um, 
is not is it a different an, show. Than the no, they just it's they because Pillsbury it, right. has the trademark here, um, which is such a weird thing I know, to super, bake off, right, or something like that. I think so. Um, I'm not invested enough in the Great British Baking Show to watch it on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I think I'm kind of like Nick, yeah. where it's like. It's because it's so nice and lovely and it's not like hyper competitive. Right. It, it unfortunately does not stoke that part of your brain yeah. where you're like, I have to be a part of this exactly. fucking war right now online. You're just like, it's lovely. Yeah, it's just like, I love this. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to watch it, but I don't think this will be one that like I keep up with week to week versus if they release like Queer Eye week to week, I feel like that would be one that I'd be like, oh my gosh, I need the next one. I want to see it. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see. If would they- you get upset if that happened? Or would you just be like, all right, cool, it's not my routine. Um, because I don't. I feel like I probably would be annoyed, like, because it's. Mm-hmm. I feel like the last couple seasons have come out after we've had big events like E three and stuff like that, so it's been fun to come home and just like binge, yeah, binge everything. Yeah. Um, I think if they were like, hey, we're gonna make it weekly, but we're gonna make it twelve episode seasons mm-hmm. instead of the like six to eight that they do, I'd be like, hmm, okay. <laughs> I feel like I'd be because it's just like we yeah. get more of it. I like. I feel like that's a big question for me whether I like the weekly content drops because it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. Righteous Gemstone, it sucks having to wait. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like if you guys are watching it, like with the Disney Plus shows, like it's going to be a lot of fun to come in on Monday or whatever day like after it comes yeah. out and like discuss stuff together and like talk about it, you know. So like that appeal is cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. Tr- I don't even know that there's. I, but the uh, baking show wouldn't work for that, and I don't think. Um, What's the other show you were just talking about? Queer Eye. Queer Eye would work for that either. For like coming in and being like, this is what happened last night. Crazy. Yeah. Well, especially with Queer yeah. Eye because it's individual story. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. You need like a, a long narrative story. that's being told that you can break down. I'm trying to think if there's anything that I watch week to week. I feel like I usually just wait for like yeah, episodes to bake. you didn't watch Game of Thrones either. No, I didn't watch Game of Thrones. Even like the weird Hulu shows like 911, which is a not great show. Never that I, heard of that. It's one of those like uh, ep- not episodic uh, shoot anthology. No, it's like where every sh- show is like the same format or like every episode where it's like oh, fuck, I can't remember what it's called. There's like a series term for it. Uh, Mr. Yasmin says nine one one is a Fox show, not Hulu. Yeah, well, I watch it on Hulu, so that's why. Uh, what are we talking about? Sorry, I was in the chat. Nine one one. Nine one one. Oh, the it's p- like the Peter, whatchamacallit? Procedural. Who, Thank you, yeah. Wasted Bandwidth. That's the it. one with Angela Bassett and yeah. the, uh, the guy from Peter, Six Feet Under. Peter something. Yeah. Uh, anyways, but all that stuff where it's like, eh, I just bank them all for mm. like, and watch like four episodes in one day or something like that. Thank you, Wasted Bandwidth. That was going to drive me nuts. Our next news story. This is a short one. The Kenobi series uh, for Disney Plus takes place eight years after Revenge of the Sith. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so it's 11 years before A New Hope. Will there be 11 seasons to catch up to A New Hope? Probably not. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, like, is this show going to be good? We'll see. I like the idea. I'm, I'm down. I, I'm so cautiously optimistic about these shows. Yeah. But like I said, I mean, I think I was the most lukewarm on the Mandalorian trailer. Yeah. I think everyone was really hyped for that. And to me, I just, I really, really hope they don't, I don't, they don't dip into territory that cheapens Star Wars because we've already, we're already on that tightrope as is right now. And so I know that Disney has a, a better legacy with the Marvel stuff of treating it very, very well. But 
Man, if they fuck up Kenobi for me, like they fucked up Solo for me, I'm, I'm sure going to be really will. unhappy. The, the biggest issue is that like they have already... It's already gone, it, I know. No, no, there's like storyline that's already happened on Rebels, the animated show, that is tied into this. Right, right. and it's like tied a little bit into things that happen in Solo, and I, I don't want to like say what exactly. Just to, Darth Maul. Okay, yeah, it's Darth Maul shit. But uh, I think it would be interesting if, like, because it seems like Rebels is way closer to A New Hope and uh, like Rogue, Rogue One and stuff. Yeah. Um, actually, I, I think they do confirm that at one point early on in the series. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think they would go near that yeah. uh, point at all. Also, I don't want them to, like, I don't know how close it is to Solo when, like, the Solo movie happened. And I don't want there to be a weird Crossover. meeting. Yeah, where it's like, oh, look, old Ben knew, uh, you know, Han. And mm. it's just like, well, why, why would he forget? And like, why are you retconning? Yeah. yeah. No, so I, I hope they that, that they do this. I hope that we get a totally different story where he's like on Tatooine and he's like, I'm going to dick off and go try to help other people. And like, there's no connection to Maul or any of that other stuff. There was a uh, book series from like the canon, like the books that aren't canon anymore. Mm. Uh, that Legacy. Yeah, uh, from the the legacy stuff where he went to try to find other like yeah. remaining Jedi and shit, right. and I think if that's the premise of the show, but I'd isn't be this also down. like don't we know the and like this is one of like Nick's things where it's like we know how it concludes where it's like doesn't he fail then because we didn't see any other Jedi? But it, it might, but like that could be his mission. But it might it we could take that premise and make it. Again, this is like something like I think would be interesting, but who knows? Like, if this is what Disney would do, of like make it more introspective and shit, of like he's going on this journey to find other Jedi, but at the end of the day, they're like he can't find any. Dude, that and would it's be like, so and it's like this deep. really sad, like slow journey of like him coming to terms of like where like the we're galaxy gone, yeah. or like where the galaxy is at this point, which so, would be interesting yeah. and kind of do a big contrast to uh, the ending of Last Jedi, where right. it's, yeah. You're just trying to talk shit about Last Jedi? No, no, oh, that okay. was actually serious. <laughs> well, that will make it more poignant. Yeah. While right now it doesn't mean anything and it's stupid. Uh, well, now you're trying to be. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. Last Jedi yeah. is a good movie. Ah, uh, I mean, that's an opinion. The bad one too. <laughs> I just, I refuse to engage. Good. I'm so I'm proud of you. I'm I'm, I, my hives are coming back a little bit. I'm above it now. Um, let's uh, let's just quickly discuss our last news story. There it is. Highest paid actors of the year has been announced. Mm. Mm. I always like seeing these. It's yeah, always, yeah. I, I think they're very interesting. I find it interesting that they separate them, actresses and actors. Yeah. That's always, I feel like that's... That's still my big gripe with yeah. uh, overall of Hollywood, but it's okay. Yeah. Well, because it's like, I feel like there's a big movement to be like, hey, every, we're all actors. And yeah. it's like, I'm down for that, but like, <clears throat> let's get rid of... It really is. It really is one of those things. Then. Well, it really like, is one of those things. Why are there two Oscars? That, it harkens back to like the Oscars, really, yeah. right? When they started, to, when they did the separation, and obviously it's because you can give more people awards, uh, awards in that regard. Yeah. But there really is. I, for sports, you can make an argument. Yeah, there's there's a very definitive reason why you know a 270 pound man shouldn't fight a 130 pound woman. That notwithstanding, there's really no difference between Meryl Streep and George Clooney as far as acting ability Meryl because of their Meryl gender. Way better, way better. <laughs> so like George Clooney's great. Don't get me wrong. Right. I love Streep, George Clooney. So I just it is kind of silly that it's like best actor, best actress, but God. you know how crazy to we- each their own. Uh, Meryl Streep is just such a good actress. She's a she's badass so good. actor. Um, so what do we? Who we got? Do we want to go? Wow, top ten of actors: Will Smith, thirty-five million. Then Paul Rudd, 
I love him. Yeah, forty-one million. Yeah, he's beautiful. She's, he's looked the same for the I, last twenty years. Will Smith in the same boat. We were just talking about this before the show started. Where a trailer really? we'll talk about later, where oh. Will Smith still looks great. Yeah. Well, Mar- I feel like Martin Lawrence. He has so aged more yeah. than Paul Rudd, but not in a bad way. But I think that's just because you haven't seen Paul Rudd young in a long time. Do you know how often I watch Clueless all the time? Really? Yeah. Me too. Good for you. Uh, and then Chris Evans is number eight. I'm so excited for Knives Out. Speaking of Evans, oh man, we saw a trailer for it again last night. Yeah, that looks that so looks fun. good. Looks good. Um, so good. This is an interesting one. It's a tie. So there's two people for number six. Number one is Bradley Cooper, or huh. you know, in this tie. Yeah. And then the other one for number six, mm-hmm. Adam Sandler. What? It's, it's all right? that Netflix money. Fifty-seven million dollars. All that Netflix year. money. I don't know. Who, I don't know who to- cobbled this list together. But when you have a top 10 list, you don't have two number sixes. That's a top 11 but list. But the problem yeah. is they made the same amount. That's true. But so then, then you that, just so then don't Will have Smith a seven. shouldn't be on it. Does that make sense? Yeah. You don't have if a you 10. you have two sixes, then you go down. to eight. But then who would be six? Who would be five? You just have six, six, and then it goes to eight. eight yeah. Well, the, that's well, how it went. Crazy. Yeah. No, because there's one... It's no, yeah. 10, 9, Oh, two, yeah, there's three, no seven. You're right. Five, Sorry. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. right. Okay. Thank Calm you. down, people. Wow. God damn it. They nailed it. Whoever compiled this list really <laughs> they know killed how it. Lists yeah. work. It threw me off because <laughs> the list goes in uh, ascending order. Um, so, descending order. Descending order, yeah. yeah. Which is, I feel like, the way these lists should go. <laughs> not when I'm reading them. Sorry. It's just. No, hard no, no, for no worries. Me. No worries. Uh, then another shocking one as number five Jackie Chan. Huge star. All what, right. What was what he in? Did he do? I have no can idea. You, can someone look sure. up what he yeah. was in? Because fifty-eight million dollars is not a small year, amount. Twenty nineteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see what's he been in lately. I mean, the first one that comes up, Rush Hour, nineteen ninety-eight. <laughs> yeah. So that doesn't help. Drunken me. Master, nineteen seventy-eight. Oh, pulling good movie. up IMDb. Who am I? Nineteen ninety-eight. He was in on? the Night of Shadows between Yin and Yang. Journey to China, the mystery of the Iron Mask, and that's it. Those are the, oh, and the climbers, the climbers, which hasn't is come in out. Post production, yeah. So I don't know. Three man. titles. I think I honestly, guess they did really well. It's a possibility that a he might have some investments that he produces movies, which is a possibility. Like I bet I, I'm well, willing then to that's, bet. That, then this list is flawed because this is highest paid actors. You would imagine that's for acting, right? Not may, producing, and maybe it's residuals. I don't know because I maybe. can't imagine that Chris Evans. Chris Evans definitely did not get paid $43 million in a single year to be an actor. That must have been residuals from other movies, all the, uh, all the Marvel movies and stuff that he's done. Perhaps. Like, we know that Marvel doesn't pay him that much. We know historically they pay him, like, they pay everyone pretty much scale. Well, not scale, but scale yeah. for what they do. Do they? Yeah, usually that was the big kerfuffle, right? That's well, wasn't um, that's Robert Marvel's, Downey Jr. played Hella? With the exception oh, of... Oh, shit, R- he's number three. We'll yeah, with the exception of RBJ, who was able to uh, negotiate higher terms. Uh, the reason why all the Marvel movies did so well is because they were like, we're not paying you guys outrageous salaries. Everyone's going to take similar salaries, which are going to be like, I think, if I'm not mistaken, like sub $1 million for each one of these movies, and we're just going to get you guys in hella shit. But Interesting. They, they may have, as they, gone, uh, as they went through, renegotiated some of these things. I don't know. I don't know. I don't recognize this uh, next one. Number four, Akshay Kumar. Kumar? Zach uh, Meininger said Chris Evans made $20 million for Endgame. Yeah, so I guess maybe the, yeah. that what I just said went out the window and they just started renegotiating saying pay us hella. Interesting. He's a Bali, uh, Indian-born Canadian actor, mm. producer, and television personality who works in Bollywood films. He's making better. Bollywood is, yeah, yeah totally he, different. Number four, $65 million big market. Big market. 
That's cool. That's that's uh, interesting to see that thrown in the mix here. Yeah. Uh, then we have Robert Downey Jr. as our number three. R. Crimson. RBJ. Chris Hemsworth as our number two. Whoa. More than Robert Downey Jr. That's crazy. I feel like he's in in more movies. Well, he also had that Men in Black paycheck. Which yeah, he has I'm that sure paycheck. He, got, yeah, he has all those well. great residuals from that last Ghostbusters that came out. <laughs> and then um, number one, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Mm-hmm. No surprise there. No surprise. Eighty nine. And, and here's what I love about The Rock, right? M. Is that The Rock's like you have Chris Hemsworth and Robert Downey Jr. who make great films and are getting rewarded for that. The Rock goes the other way. He's like, I'm just gonna make. I'm gonna be the Costco of filmmaking. Yeah. I'm just gonna offer bulk. I'm gonna make 17 okay films every year. So I talked with a friend who was at D23 and saw him with all the, his Jungle Cruise stuff. Yeah. She said it looks real fun. I'm sure it will be. I um, can't Jumanji wait. was I fun can't too. Wait. Hobbs and Shaw was moderately fun. I like. I enjoyed the shit out. I was laughing so oh, hard. Pretty said. low on my Fast and Furious uh, ranking. My problem, sure. my problem with The Rock is that he can he delivers a consistent product, but the product is always a varying degree of okay. Yeah, you know they're all but forgettable sometimes movies. Great. Sometimes great. I mean, what's the last great movie The Rock Jumanji, did? Jumanji. Yeah, that was great. I don't, I don't know, know if it was great. great. It wasn't great. I enjoyed it a lot. The last really great movie I think The Rock did, and I have to think back. I'd have to look through his anthology, but the, oh, the last one I really remember thinking, "Wow, this actually hits on all cylinders for me." Was like the run, the uh, the rundown. Which is like the third movie he did. Everything beyond that has just been like, I just don't think he has enough time. I don't think his team has enough time to really develop these movies into something who's truly great. Joey just uh, Googled yeah. The Rock I didn't uh, Google in the, IMDb I didn't just research mean. and it came up with the classic uh, Nick, uh, uh, Nicolas Cage, Sean, Sean Connery, Connery movie, The Rock. Such a good movie. And you know what? I'm not even mad at you so for that. Yeah. I just did just it and on. hit enter because I assumed that uh, it was going to be the I just thing. looked at the, the list for Why actresses and it's very interesting. You will I'm not looking, be able to guess who's number two. Well, not be I'm able to guess it. who's number two. Interesting. Yeah. Who do you think number one is? Scar well, I already Joe. know who. Oh it yeah, is. we already talked yeah. about you. Right, right. Is one number Scar two Joe. Meryl Streep? No. 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 Is it going to be someone weird? Yeah. Yep. Do you want me? Well, should we go ten down yeah. again? All right. All right. Sure. So the first one, uh, Ellen Pompeo. I don't know who's she. She's from Grey's Anatomy. She, yeah. Uh, she's been like eight hundred yeah, yeah. season of Grey's Anatomy, so yeah. she's making bank. And then Charlize Theron. Absolutely. Hmm. Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. We saw Elizabeth the uh, Moss birds making of prey. Elizabeth mil. Moss, another one that was just like, whoa. Good for her. Kaylee Cuoco making that Maybe. last uh, season of uh, Big, Bang. Big Bang Theory money. Yeah. That's great. Jennifer we didn't even Aniston. talk about the birds of prey thing that we saw last night. Either. I was going to get into oh, okay. it when we talked about it during it. Perfect. Um, yeah, Jennifer Aniston. What the fuck? I, I, probably another Netflix thing. Yeah, right? yeah. 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 she probably got paid shit tons for that, that, that piece was, of shit movie. Murder mystery. <laughs> so I didn't bad. think was as bad. Was, oh, as I thought I it thought. was a lot funner than I expected, especially yeah. with Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler's been putting out crap it's, on. Netflix. You know what? You know what? It really. I went back and watched uh, Mr. Deeds lately. Like when so I was. Good. Why? And it's, one of those, it's great. It's, it's Mr. Deeds is a great movie. So yeah. it's. I mean, let's not say it's great. I think it's, it's great. Highly entertaining, and it is very much. In the camp of old school Happy Madison, Adam Sandler mm. production movies. It's, I feel like it's one step away from that. Because the, the the Happy Madison movies, like the, the true Happy Madison movies are phenomenal. I will say that yeah. Deeds... Grandma's Boy was the last of its... I will ca- say that Deeds still holds up as one of those like, it feels like an old school Happy Madison movie. It's really fun. It has that style where it's kind of self-aware and all the characters from all the other movies, all the actors are coming. Steve Buscemi's in it all the yeah. fucking time. Um and then you watch this movie and you go, man, it's so sad that he doesn't care about trying anymore because this movie is just a hodgepodge of dumb scenes together where it could have been something great. I felt like his acting was uh, 
a little bit more like he was more stern and like but not like goofy. Yeah. He but was, yeah, but like that that's what the character called for. Yeah, he, I just you know, I just and, feel and like, like I feel like a problem he had with the first batch of Netflix movies that have came out is that he went with like I'm gonna be super goofy and stuff and mm-hmm. like the cobbler and all these like click you know movies that came out that first were off, like first off click is terrible <laughs> click is great click is terrible Bed Bath Speed Racer is a good movie good. you Bed don't know Bath. anything what click is pretty good click is actually a legit movie like and that's no, what I'm I saying with you guys so is I just I just wish that <laughs> Netflix would go hey we've got Adam Sandler we've got Jennifer Aniston let's do maybe like this is my only criticism let's just do maybe two more script revisions let's just make sure this movie kind of hits the dramatic beats that it needs to hit and then when you have Jennifer Aniston and and uh, uh, Adam Sandler in a scene together it'll be fine because we actually care about the story where in this one it's like okay she gets to drive you're like uh, okay that was it that was the <laughs> big thing I realized that it was on the other side because the UK Charles JJ in the chat also says funny people is an underrated Sandler movie funny people is yeah. a great movie I, funny uh, people's but that's not a that's, oh, that's not a Sandler movie it's that's an really, Apatow movie yeah it's a it's that's an Apatow why it's movie with Sandler in it. Apatow yeah. has the opposite problem where yeah. he tells too much fucking story and yeah. you're like bro you gotta just Let's cut I this down. Like uh, this is forty, I thought was great for the first <laughs> really? three hours, and then after the third hour, I was like, "I need this cupcake shit to stop." Like I don't care if he eats cupcakes anymore; he's skinny. Let him be it. Let him be happy. She doesn't understand what it's like to be married. It's stressful. It's stressful, Jerry. <laughs> this is forty was definitely for a specific audience. Yeah, it's for people who are for, approaching forty, parent. Yeah. And you know yeah. what? This shit was fucking real, bro. Real? Was it real? I thought yeah. it was fun. I liked it. It really. Um, that was one of the only movies I've seen that really kind of looks at marriage uh, between two people who still like are like, yeah, we're still friends, but like our marriage is not what it used to be, and looks at it in a real, a very real way, hmm. which is fun. I don't have kids though, so my life is infinitely better than them. Sure, yeah. true. Sure. Uh, number four on the list: Nicole Kidman, earning thirty-four million. She's getting that freaking uh, Big Little Lies money. Big Little Lies, yeah. Getting paid by HBO, dog. Number three: Reese Witherspoon. Also getting that Big Little yeah. Lies yeah. money. Yeah. Reese Witherspoon actually, and so this she is just my had question: a production thing. So too, she right? is an actor, but she has a huge production company that produces. She buys all those books. And buys all the series that That's she's smart. in. That's she's so really, really smart. Like she does the same thing that Seth Rogen does, where they uh-huh. go and they they have people that go out and buy, make things happen, make, and make things happen for them. So they know, like it's it's this crazy little market. Which if you're not familiar with it, people who are uh, famous authors or who are on the cusp of being famous, who've had maybe one good book, they'll get that shit sold. The movie rights will be sold before they even start typing the fucking first page mm-hmm. of the next book. And that's that's just how they scoop up this stuff. And I, if I'm not mistaken, Reese Witherspoon does that as well. A friend of uh, Paula's uncle does that like he was mm. like uh it was his fault all those sharknado movies got made hey <laughs> and like Don't, it was lots really, of people like those movies absolutely or was, you know one of the people's faults <laughs> but like it was very interesting talking to him and like how aggressive they are about like yeah if like this might be a popular thing like attack it and get it yeah, yeah. the rights to it yeah it's the old school mentality make it nice and cheap and get it out yeah make it cheap make 300 of them yeah. and then one will pay for the entire slate of the next year mm-hmm. it's like the canon films model uh, number two. Number two. Sofia Vergara. Uh, Vergara oh, which is that modern family money? It must be. Is it, is it still, it's still going? Yeah, she's getting paid. That's crazy. I mean, at 44 million, number two on the list. That's crazy. Right? I didn't think you were going to guess it, Joey. I didn't. Didn't. Mm. And then ah, number one, of course, on ScarJo, 56 million. Mm hmm. Fascinating. ScarJo is such a good actress. I'm happy for her, man. Uh, you know. Good, good for her. Yeah. She's in that new movie. We're going to talk about her new movie with Taiko Waititi that she's in uh, a bit later. Wait, that's trailer talk, which will come after these ads that I have for you. <laughs> Our first ad 
Postmates, when you need red wine at 4 p.m., Gia, when uh, sushi at 9 p.m., Joey? That was yesterday. We had sushi at 9 p.m. yesterday. Oh, we did. Yeah. Uh, a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m. That's me. You know that's me. <laughs> or ibuprofen at 10 a.m. for Nicholas. Trying to wake up right, you know? Postmate it. Net, uh, net, uh, Postmates is your personal food delivery grocery. Uh, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery for all restaurants and grocery and convenience stores and traditional retailers you could possibly want and need. I have gotten really, really into Postmates. My favorite thing about Postmates is on the app, they like let you track everything that's going on. You order it, it'll be at the thing, and then as soon as it gets picked up, notifies you, and you can see the car moving, and you know how close your food is, and it's so close so quick. It's also the fastest service. I don't know why. Everything just gets to me within like 30 minutes to an hour, and it's awesome because I'm hungry, so hungry all the time. <laughs> 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. There it is, within the hour. God, it's so good. Uh, no more trips to the store. You don't even need to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver anything to you. Paula refuses to go to restaurants that now have Postmates, which is cool and easy because now we don't have to leave our house ever. It's the best. Download the app for iOS or Android for free. Browse local restaurants and businesses and track your deliveries in real time. Again, that's my favorite part because you get to know how far it is. Do I sometimes... Go out of my window and just peek and wait as I see the car coming on the map. I sure do. Oh, I love it. Uh, for a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days to start your free deliveries. Download the app and use code KINDAFUNNY. That's code KINDAFUNNY for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmate apps. App. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with code kind of funny. Do it. It's smart. <clears throat> Our next ad, HelloFresh. America's number one meal kit <laughs> gets easy seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door. All you have to do is cook and enjoy. HelloFresh makes cooking delicious meals at home a reality regardless of your comfort level level in the kitchen from step-by-step -step recipes to pre-measured ingredients you'll have everything you need to get wow worthy dinners on the table in just 30 minutes say goodbye to endless grocery stores and trips uh and take out food hello fresh has you covered break out your dinner rut rut no, I know. I'm just missing mm. a page. Mm. Is it on the back? No. <laughs> no, no. Here, I'll find it for you. Yeah, thanks. Sorry. That's uh, all right. Oh, I got you. Uh, break out your dinner rut with HelloFresh 20 plus seasonal oh. chef curated recipes each week. Whole, right whole, now, whole. I, I know this. Right now, go. you can get $80 off, right? Yeah, yes. $80 off your first month of HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Morning80 and enter Morning80. It's like receiving eight meals for free. Once again, that's $80 off your first month of HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Morning80 
and enter morning 80. Nick, can you tell me about those tacos on there? Because uh, Tim was talking about them, and it was yeah, really Yeah, so as everyone knows, Gia's making the HelloFresh for Tim because Tim is just loves the fact that she makes him food. Uh, he's got those uh, sesame beef tacos coming toward him, uh, which he's very, very, very excited about. And uh, here's what I'm going to say, Kevin. Uh, we never get the invite, and it's annoying. I've... I've made a big deal yep. about it. I feel like people are tweeting at her. Just invite us. Just it have us over. They also don't have that thing in the house. To have I've had Gio over, over several times in my house. Yes, Kevin has right? that. Kevin, yes. Never I make delicious cheese plates. All I want is a little bit of tacos. That's exactly. It. Uh, these are, of course, the ones that we're talking about, the sesame beef tacos with quick pickled veggies and uh, chili crema. Uh, and then also so good another one crema. that I looked up that I want uh, that, that uh, G is excited about that I want to eat is the cherry balsamic pork chops with garlic, herb, couscous, and roasted broccoli. Mm, broccoli. I'll take that for dinner. What's the code right one the more face. time? Wait, 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 right to the face. How do we get this? We go to uh, hellofresh.com slash morning80 and enter the code morning80. Thank you very much, Nicholas. You're very, you're very Now welcome. it's time to talk about some trailers. Ooh. We don't trailers. Think. There, there talks. There's no jingle for that, sorry. I just did it. No, yeah, Nick just did it. It was, ah. was freak nasty. It was it was so freak nasty. Huh. <laughs> Our first trailer we're going to talk about is Joker. We got a longer Joker trailer. Yeah, it gives a lot more context to what the movie is mm-hmm, going to be. Mm-hmm. Man, I... I'm so on the fence about it. I am too. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I think it's going to be an interesting movie. Mm-hmm. Here, here, yeah. Here's my prediction. I think it's going to be a good movie. I think it's going to be very weird as a Joker movie. Mm. Um, but that's kind of what they were going for, right? Yes. So what I said before, I'll, I'll stand behind it. I want this movie to be violent. I want it to be R. I want it to be polarizing. It is R. So you got that. I mean, we're seeing him smoking cigarettes. We're seeing him do all sorts of things that make this movie feel like it's going to be very, a very intense experience. Mm-hmm. As to whether or not it's going to feel like an actual DC comic book movie, I really don't care at this point. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm and, totally and, with you. And spoilers, it's not going to feel that way, right? What it's going always- to be an offshoot, almost like what if scenario movie, and it's going to be... It's, it feel, I mean, just looking at the trailer, it looks... And they did this on purpose, by the way, like a Scorsese movie. And one of the things that I thought was absolutely fascinating was I didn't realize that Robert De Niro was in this. Really? Robert De Niro... Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, was in a movie called The King of Comedy, where he played a comedian that was so in such dire straits to get on a Johnny Carson like show that he took the show hostage, and then eventually oh. does a set. So like, there's a lot of meta stuff in here for me that I'm like, okay, you're you're pulling out my heartstrings. Cool. If they make any um, reference to The Departed, I'm gonna get up and just walk out though. I'll just get up and walk out. It's not, it's not funny. It's your bad taste. If it does that, then it will deserve all the tens out of ten out of tens that it's uh, been getting. You know. I <laughs> are you in? Uh, I'm gonna see it. I know you have to see it, but like, are you, I have are you to in? See it. You know what I mean? I still am so on the fence about it. I have a feeling it's gonna be a good movie. I, what I'm not excited for is like the cultural aspect of it. Of like, I feel like I can tell that this is gonna be a movie that like, at least when I was in college, like all the dudes had like. 300 posters and fight club you posters. You mean like taxi, cl- taxi driver yeah. or like Scarface like posters? For it's going to be one of those a, like yeah. movies Guy where Fox. like everyone is just like, is just going to like you overhype think, you it. You think dudes I are going to bro out too much on this? Yeah. I don't thing. see that. And I don't, I don't see think this it, being that. I don't know. Th- I know people are like, it's been getting really good reviews. It's been getting a 10. And I'm just like, oh, I hope that it doesn't get that like treatment because like, that's what, kind of what I feel like. Laker's head in here is responding to someone but he brings up he's like it does have taxi driver vibes for sure. It really yeah. really does. And I, I I lumped in taxi driver into that uh, the fight club area but really I don't think anyone really uh, glorified that movie. I think taxi driver is one of those like very classic movies you look at you're like oh. But that I movie recently is re- about glorifying like Ooh. 
It's no. no. That, that movie is about like the glorification of like violence. No. No, I watched it about two, a month ago. No, yeah, but it is it is about like him going crazy, and at the end he becomes famous for it. Yeah, that's I guess thinks, that's true. You know that's true. I mean? That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yes. Which, so so it is a commentary on that, yeah. but it's not about it, it's about our our obsession with how mm-hmm. we how we glorify violent mm-hmm. and violent acts and things yeah. like that. But it's also very much about depression, right. and very much about isolation and yeah. what leads someone and to falling apart. Really, yeah. s- that level of psychosis. Yeah. It's a good movie, um, <laughs> which I think that they're drawing a lot from uh, from mm-hmm. the looks of it to bring right. it back to Joker. Yeah. Uh, that looks like what this character is going yeah. through. Someone who maybe is a little psychologically damaged. Um, we ha- we see him with a with his therapist. And he's like, you're not listening to me. You're just yeah. saying the same thing over and over to me, and it's not helping. Uh, which I think is another meta yeah, commentary on, on mental health in our world, in in our country mm-hmm. right now. Um, and I think Joaquin Phoenix. Look, Joaquin Phoenix is a phenomenal actor. This looks beautiful. It looks fucked up, but it is still weird for me to be like, it's a Joker movie. Like mm-hmm. if this were just a movie about a guy going crazy who dressed up like any other thing else, yeah. I'd be like, I'm in. I'm 100% in. But it's weird that they're doing... They're, the Joker is just like... It's just it's not clicking for me just yet. What made me feel a little bit like, oh, I don't know about this, is the scene where all the people are wearing the Joker masks outside, and it's like... Well, oh. I think he's getting a fan base for like being crazy, yeah. which I think could be I, cool. Yeah, it could. I, I'm interested to see how this take. I mm. This trailer definitely... For me, got me more interested because like now there's there's clearly more debt to this movie and like depth. Um, so I I'm I'm in. I feel like this trailer did kind of grab my attention a little bit harder. Yeah, than previous ones. Also, please, I'm just not also not looking forward to a billion Joker cosplays for the next five oh, years because we just happen. ended it. Yeah, that's the gonna happen. if this movie's good, that's gonna happen. I know. Yeah. And if it's not good, it's it'll, it'll it's still, still happen. happen. Yeah, it'll still, still happen. But it'll be less. It'll be less. I forget. Because like, then they'll be doing it like jokingly, you know, versus uh, like. I, I don't think people were doing that about the Jared Leto Joker. Yeah, people like. Were dressed- they doing that? Wasn't a thing. Oh, oh yeah. yeah that was 100% a yeah, thing. Yeah, it was. The uh, was Joker thing? and Harley Quinn the couple Jared cosplays all the fucking time. I, I don't see know. I, I stopped looking at cosplay a long time ago. Uh, let's move on to our next trailer, mm-hmm. Black Christmas. Looks fun. Yeah, right? This so, looks like just a fun horror yeah, movie. Yeah, we were, watched this last night in the theater, and I was like, this sounds oddly familiar, because this was a 2000... You it was leaned a over and you said movie. Black Christmas, and I was like, oh, Joey's seen this trailer before. No, so it was a 70s movie, and then it came. there was another one in like the mid-2000s mm-hmm. that yeah. came out with like a bunch of people like uh, Mary Elizabeth Winsett and um, Michelle Trachtenberg and a bunch of people. It's. I think it's going to be a fun... I think Dark. it's going to be fun, yeah. What, what I don't movie. like about it, though, is... Oh, my God, yeah, I do remember this movie. Yeah. Um, they have Carrie Elways in the very first scene. I was like, he's the killer, clearly. He's clearly the bad guy. And I was like, but I won't know until I see no. the movie or until I finish the fucking trailer and you hear him and see him as the bad guy. You're like, why would they do this? Okay. Why would they do it? Yeah. The but reason- we, maybe we don't know. Maybe he's just like, we have a lot of... Tra- maybe he's the teacher and that they pulled a line from that. But I'm like, mm. he's either going to be the red herring or he's going to be the killer. It's annoying. Stop making Carrie Elways a bad guy. He's a bad guy. Uh, I mean, there's no two ways about it. He's a bad person. We know that. Yeah, the shots in this trailer that's, that's like the weird culty like hooded figures thing mm-hmm. that was not in the 2006 one. That was just kind mm-hmm. of a slasher that serial was a weird killer shot. one. So like, yeah, the culty stuff. I'm like, maybe they won't go I the like serial it, killer part. I, I think they go. Like, I I hope that they're gonna go this like weird cult fraternity thing. Yeah, where it's like we have to sacrifice. You know this. I think that would be a more interesting story mm-hmm. than like serial killer that turns its victims into cookie, like Christmas cookies. <laughs> is that what this one? Which is about? the 2006 one? Yeah. An escape maniac returns to childhood who is now he, a sorority uh, house and begins to murder sororities one by one. I'm pretty sure just like 
with like a cookie cutter. Oh God. Yeah. That would hurt. I'm, it's been a while since I've seen the other movies, so. Hmm. But that was a defining factor, and I was surprised that they didn't show that in the trailer. Uh, I, yeah, but I'm interested in this one. Uh, I think if it comes around and Joester wants to go, I'm in. Yeah, I'm totally yeah. going to do it. Knickknack, you think you're going to see this one? Uh, I'll watch it when it comes to Netflix. Mm-hmm. This is not mm-hmm. something I'm going to race out into the theaters to see. Unlike our next trailer, mm-hmm. Bad Boys for Life. <laughs> oh, man. I feel like I should call Josh McCougar for this. Yeah, you How do can. We feel you about want it? to. Yeah. Call Josh McCougar. Why do you have to do it that way? I don't understand. You guys made me. fun of me for so long. Let's Man, I never use Siri. Like any voice actor. I don't know stuff. that anyone does other than Nick. Let's see if he answers. Do you think he's doing his show? He right might now? be doing his show right hey, now. Buddy. Hey, Josh. Uh, you're on screencast with me, Kevin, and Joey, and we just started talking about uh, a little movie. I thought I think it's an indie film starring Will Smith and Martin Lawrence called Bad Boys for Life. Uh, oh, man, what a great indie flick! Just. <laughs> You know, it's all about crowdfunding. It, it really is. It's so cool <laughs> that Patreon allows Will Smith to still have a career. Uh, everyone in our chat wants us to call you because we want to get your reaction yeah. on this trailer. <laughs> Where are you at with this? Where are you at? You know, Nick, uh, there, are, there are points in your life uh, when, you know, lightning strikes yeah. and you realize that you've just seen perfection, yeah. right? Like, you know, the first time you met your wife or the mm-hmm. first time you had pizza or the first time you had a buffalo wing or the first time you tried whiskey, right? And then, you know, that first time you saw Bad list. Boys too, And then when that Bad Boys for Life trailer came out, mm-hmm. you got that fluttery feeling in your stomach, you know, that, that feeling of, I'm, I'm witnessing perfection. I'm witnessing what I've waited 16 years for. And then they deliver. It doesn't matter that, that Martin Lawrence put on a little dad weight. It doesn't matter a that little. Will Smith is an ageless <laughs> SOB. It doesn't matter that somehow Vanessa Hudgens got in this movie and we didn't. <laughs> what matters most is they hit every single note we wanted and... Uh, January 17th can't come soon enough. It really cannot. I'm 100% with you. I don't know what retirement home they dug Martin Lawrence out, and maybe they have to bring him back because his curfew's at 6 p.m. or whatever. But God bless them for doing it. God bless the team for putting that together. And I'm just going to give a shout-out to Puff Daddy for providing the Bad Boy song, Bad Boys for Life, that goes behind. And then that dope-ass remake in this trailer. It's phenomenal. Phenomenal. It really, really is. Soundtrack. I, I mistakenly said that at the opening that was a Ferrari, but that's clearly no, a, it's Porsche. a Porsche. That's my bad. It's a beautiful Porsche. <laughs> you know, in, the, in the first one, he drives a Porsche. The second one, he drives a Ferrari. That's right. Now he's back to the Porsche. You know, I mean, you can't all be trust fund. Well, of course, we have to have that great. We had that great scene where he was like, he goes through the specs of his Porsche and he's like, this is a Porsche. This will beat yep. that car. It will beat that car. And he was yep. like, will it? And he's like, I don't know. And then they beat the car. <laughs> and it's great. Um, all right, Josh. How are you guys? I'm missing we're, guys. We're doing well, man. We're doing well. We can't yeah. wait to see you again when you come back up. Uh, and we have to catch up. But uh, sure. for now, we have to go back and do the rest of the show and talk about this trailer <laughs> and JoJo Rabbit. So. Love you guys. We'll see you Bye. Right. Thanks, man. You got it. Bye. Yep. What I'm a, in. What a gem he is. I'm 100% I'm in, this. but man. It looks bad. Martin Lawrence. Oh, I said it when we saw the first images, and I'm saying it now. God, I like. I, it's cool they're going the route of like, oh, I need to retire. He's old. I mean, yeah. look, he's got glass. He's wearing, they have the glasses joke. Uh, there's one joke funny. in here that hits very, very much for me. It's when the new team is singing... Oh yeah, uh, bad, boys. bad boys, bad boys. What's it gonna? And, the, he, and and Will Smith's like no, and then Martin Lawrence is like you fucking up the lyrics, and they <laughs> take a long time to learn because that was the, the joke in the first couple that they just they don't know the actual lyrics. <laughs> yeah, to it. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in. Yeah. Okay, 
God bless him. I just realized that the one of the guys in that scene, the new class, is the guy from that The Sun is also a star movie. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, like, why gorgeous. do I know him? It just cuts yeah. to this, yeah. these five Giant models man. Mm-hmm. of beautiful human beings with Kevlar vests on. That's what Bad Boys is all about. Fuck realism. <laughs> and they got the captain back, which is great. I love that guy. Oh, he's so good. Yeah. And he's such a good, like... Police sergeant captain, yeah. you know, guy. Uh, he nails it every time. Um, and the last trailer, the one I'm most excited for. Yeah. Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. Man, this oh. looks so good. I was already in with the little teaser that they had put out mm-hmm. previously, yeah. but this is just like, oh, cool. This movie is going to be like, this, this movie is going to be phenomenal. Yeah. And I cannot wait for it to come out. This Feels- is hitting on all cylinders for me and I honestly think this is going to be one of those that like gets a nod for the Academy Awards because mm. I think if they're able to turn this around and make it poignant which it looks like they will be doing yeah. mm-hmm. I think it's going to be fucking phenomenal it looks so good it feels so Wes Anderson-y mm. it very much does but it is Taika's directing it right yeah yes yeah um, so we'll say it's 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 Taika-y. interesting how much it feels like a Wes Anderson film the color the like Humor, what we saw timing. the humor and like the, the like cinematography edit, yeah man. everything yeah. just kind of has that feel and it's cool to see another director using a similar style that's gonna mm-hmm. we know it's gonna be very different mm-hmm. like like comedy is gonna be such a big part of it yeah but also, it looks like some real shit in there. it also looks mm-hmm. i mean the reason why and, and I, I know that taika has a very similar style in some regards uh to wes anderson but this really does look like moonrise kingdom was is that what it was moonrise kingdom where it's like every but I, I think i'm just drawing that parallel because it's There's a bunch kids. of kids in, yeah. in uniforms <laughs> but I, again like i kind of feel like that's on purpose like it, yeah so well, they both the have first, rockwell in them don't they but yeah. they do both have no uh ed norton was in oh ed norton one. Uh, oh, this right. Rockwell yeah, yeah, yeah. is another one. A lot of people say Rockwell, cheap man, poor man's uh, Edward Norton. No, how dare you? Oh, how fucking Rockwell. dare you? I'm not saying one's better they than are the other. 100% different. 100% different. They look a lot alike. They look a lot alike. I mean? They look a lot alike. Uh, this is, I think it's just a fascinating, uh, it's going to be a fascinating story. What better way to tell the innocence of of uh, <laughs> childhood through <laughs> Nazi youth. I mean, it's no, it's, it's honestly, I think it's genius. Yeah, it, you know, I think we it's have brilliant the, too. The kid who realizes, like, if you just spend time with someone who's different than you, like, they're just human beings, right? We have that great scene where he's like, the two of them are talking him and his imaginary Hitler friend, his little buddy Hitler, <laughs> uh, where he's like, I know what we should do. And the kid says, negotiate. And Hitler says, burn the house down and blame it on Winston Churchill. <laughs> I'm like, it's very this good. This is great. So this good. is going to be. So- and then the last scene with the kids, with the, the little chubby kid with the rocket drops the thing. And then it's like, like, it's not a good time to be a Nazi. <laughs> it's fucking. This is going to be great. I, yeah. I I want to say this is probably the movie I'm most like, excited most anticipated. for. Yeah. Do I know when it's coming out? No idea. I really Ooh. wish I had uh, noticed that. Look that up. Because yeah. I want to I wanna see it. Um, I want to see it right now. Oh, look it up when it's out? Yeah. Uh, October, October 18th. 18th. Yes. Oh. Fucking A, right around the corner. All yeah, right. Buddy. Yeah, Very buddy. exciting. Yeah. Wasn't there like kind of a little scare because Disney was like commentating and like how they were nervous about. Yeah. Like, they were the, like, ah, oh, we don't want to put this out. Yeah. And then they uh, put out the trailer yeah. and I think everyone was just like, no, we want this. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But like that was like one article and it... Yeah, never went anywhere. But I, I, it was one of those things. Like now knowing what like the full movie is, but like just knowing the premise, like I could totally yeah. see Disney being like, "Nope, we're scrapping that shit." Well, I think that the premise is interesting. Like him, him finding a, a Jewish girl being hidden in his house. Yeah, but um, but just like the the yeah sure the theme, like the the, the fact that like yeah. someone is dressed up as Hitler. Yeah. And it's his friend yeah. giving him advice. Yeah, yeah I mean, it is, it is, it is a, a very bold, bold move. It's, a, it's yeah. a taboo subject, and I think they're treating it properly. And I think that this is the best 
this is why uh, making movies like this that are satire and use humor to get across some of these ideas is very, very important. I'm, I'm very glad that Disney put, decided to put this out because mm-hmm. this is... Uh, this is a Fox movie, right? I'm sorry. I thought you said Disney. Well, Disney bought Fox. Yeah, okay. Like, yeah. yeah. And then- um, it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And also okay. shout out to uh, Rebel Wilson. <laughs> Yeah. As, who's playing? Uh, oh, that's right. Wants to burn all the books. Ram. It's, I, like, it's time to bo- burn books. <laughs> I I hate Rebel Wilson I fucking so much. Love her so much. I, I, I go back and forth. I think she. Do you remember how bad that movie was? We watched, Gosh, it was which is so still the worst bad. movie we watched all what? year. The hustle. The hustle. Oh yeah, that one looks was bad. Terrible. I thought you were gonna say, "Isn't it romantic?" And I was like, "That wasn't that bad." Someone was watching it on the airplane Mm. in front of me and I was like, I don't need to watch this. The problem with Isn't It Romantic is that Isn't It Romantic was a movie where she gets stuck in a PG rom-com and so they had to make it PG. If that that movie was like more of an R-rated movie, it would have been fucking hilarious. Mm. Hilarious. You can't put constraints on Rebel Wilson. You gotta let her and Melissa McCarthy just run free and say whatever the fuck they want. Can't put them in a box. Melissa McCarthy does not do it for me. Melissa McCarthy. Is she in that too? No. No. Or just just, separate? I'm drawing parallels because they have very similar like like improv styles. Um, I think Melissa McCarthy is one of the greatest comedic actors of our time. And I'll stand by that. That's Mm. a take. She makes me laugh so (laughs) fucking hard in Spy and in the Heat that I just can't I can't fathom a world without her. One day she'll die, and I'll just kill myself. Oh my god! Done. Jesus. Don't no. need to be alive oh, anymore. Right. She's That's so uh... different than she was in Gilmore Girls, and I thought she was so good in Gilmore Girls yeah. that I don't vibe with this. Well, no one watched that show. That's, That's not true. You brought it back. Show. I've seen yeah. so many Gilmore Girls episodes. Show. That show Terrible goes on show. forever. All right, now let's talk about what is coming out to streaming platforms near you. I've picked my favorite of the lists. Uh, but you should go and look it up because there's some good stuff coming out of Netflix and Hulu and nothing on Amazon until like the end of the month, which is weird. Um, this week we've got Super Bad on Netflix chicka, in the chicka, United States. Yeah, fake ID, fake ID. That's one of my favorite like comedies. We of watched that it era. at Kevin's bachelor party, it's and we, we just so put it on. Funny. <laughs> yeah, we just put it on. Remember when we were in the suite and we just put it on and then we watched the entire thing. It's a good movie. We were hammered. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah. Super bad is one of those. If it's on TV, I will yeah. watch it every single time. Um, and then on Hulu in the United States, Demolition Man. I love this movie. Now so all restaurants are Taco Bell. That's a future I want to live in. Sandra Bullock, Sandy. There it is. And then yeah, Amazon Prime. No, nothing. Nothing on Amazon yeah. Prime. Oh, yeah. yeah, nothing new came out. It's coming out till the end of the month. Petey Popoff uh, gives a shout out to Melissa McCarthy and Bridesmaids. Fucking great movie. She was so good in that. That's a movie that like broke her into like a mainstream star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God, she was good. I haven't watched it still. Oh God, it's fucking. I fun. want to. It's a really good movie. I just keep forgetting. That is that what it that, a lot of people gave them all shit because Paul Feig made that atrocity, which was the newest Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters but you forget he's actually a fucking phenomenal director, and mm-hmm. he's great when the movie calls for improv. He also directed a, or wrote a bunch of episodes of was it Parks and Rec? I want to say Thirty Rock, but it might be. It might have been Parks and Rec. Yeah. And it's just one of those things. Just like, oh man, why couldn't you do better? Or Community, maybe. Maybe Community. I don't know. Something good. I mean, oh. you named three good things. <laughs> Parks and Rec. Oh, man. He made that Simple Favor movie, too. He's just been hit or miss so lately. Bad. I really liked a Simple Favor. Really? At yeah. the end, you were like, Weirdly this, is, enough. this is good. I'm like, uh, where this is going. He, he it's direct- one of those, like, it's kind of fucked up, but I liked it. He directed some episodes of Arrested Development. Oh, that's, uh, that's it. what it was. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then. Great show until it was awful. Yeah, he directed uh, stuff, like, here and there. Like, we don't he, acknowledge anything after season three. an episode of 30 Rock. Um, mm, he did an episode of Parks and Rec. He did a couple episodes of oh. Weeds, stuff like that. I just feel Weeds like is a weird show. Also Everyone directed some episodes of the, the Office. Heat again. 
I, I will never get over the fact that you've talked about the heat for so long and somehow Josh picked it for the final Jeopardy question. So, you know, I was just the genius of that movie. Okay. It, Watch that was the just art. like one of the most the mind-blowing thing. things to ever happen to me. Here's what I honestly believe people go wrong with the heat is you watch it on TV and you watch the PG-13 version where everything's bleeped out. I've never out. watched it on you TV. You gotta watch no. the R-rated You're talking to people that don't watch movie. TV, Nick. <laughs> I don't have cable. <laughs> you gotta watch the R-rated version. Maybe the uncut version. Yeah, it's just, I don't like your demographic you're listen, talking right listen, now listen. are like when Sandra Bullock goes into Melissa McCarthy's bathroom and she goes you're out of toilet paper all I found was coffee filters and Melissa McCarthy's like yeah it's, you're, I'm, you're, they're the same thing <laughs> I was there I bought coffee filters why would I buy two of the same thing fucking genius okay it's not good for your claw wildly toilet. different yeah comedic <laughs> styles um, out in movie theaters near you it chapter two. Let's talk about it. You want to talk about it? Let's I talk about talk it. How was it? Oh, man. I loved it. Oh. It is so long. It is Before so we get into that, I apologize, oh, no. but Lexi Gunner brings up uh, the Wu-Tang saga on Hulu. Oh, it's apparently out? available. Uh, and oh, yeah. I can only check one, so Demolition Man. Sorry. That, that looks really good, and like I really want to watch it, but if I'm recommending one, it's Demolition Man. Yeah. <laughs> But the Wu Tang one has, uh, I think it's uh, Shamik Moore who uh, voices Miles Morales and shit like that. Oh, cool. Part of it. So I don't know. I don't know if I, you want no, to take I, back I do, that. I do actually want to watch that. Okay. But like, I <laughs> fell apart this morning. Everything was going wrong. <laughs> I lost the page of the printer, so I didn't get a good glance of what was on. Um, yeah, uh, it chapter two. I really enjoyed it. So, really good. Yeah, we're not yeah. gonna go into spoilers. We'll yeah, go spoiler no spoilers free. for this. No spoiler bros. Um, it is long. It it's, is. Very, very it's long. Three hours. It's two hours, fifty minutes. Yeah, we 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 read that report back, and I was like, oh, if, as long as it mm. keeps my attention, that I'm was fine like two with weeks it ago. Yeah, this long. We... yeah, Tim was like, it's too long. It's yeah. too long. I got time to bleed. I was like, Tim, you got time. Yeah. You got, you're not doing anything at night. It, it, it like you feel it, but like not in a bad way. Like it's it's telling like there's there's I don't want to go into spoilers again, but like where it goes, like I like the ride that it took us. I felt like it was a little bit long. But I don't know that mm. I could tell you like what to cut yeah. necessarily. Mm. Interesting. It's just a long movie. <laughs> but overall, definitely worth going to see it in theaters. Hundred percent. I didn't real like. I didn't love it like Kevin did. I really liked it still. Um, but I still think it's worth going to see in theaters. I think that they did a phenomenal job casting the older version of the Losers Club. Maybe Jessica Chastain. So, so good. good. But so even good. all the Professor other characters were like, you see the. Fi- like matching facial expressions and stuff. It's like, man, I don't know. Like you, they worked so hard to nail. They do a couple the look and the dynamic, and I feel like they killed it on both sides. They do a couple Good. like transitions that are like fade in to like from face to face, and it's like I didn't realize this kid looked so much like this adult, but yeah. you guys nailed it. And the dynamics between some of these kids is perfect. Like they somehow captured and embodied the childhood childish like relationship they had and just translated it to them being full grown adults that's awesome and it's so good um if you've seen the second like you know if you've seen the it movies like you know, it's i don't remember how the whole series ends i mean i do remember them obviously like back when i saw the the mm-hmm. tv made for tv stephen king yeah. with john ritter or whatever yeah. uh, i remember them facing off one more time against pennywise but uh, I they, don't know where the story really they goes. They add a lot more details that are in the books that I think, like, watching the movies as a kid, like, I always thought the TV movies great. Yeah. But, like, watching as an adult, just being like, 
it just like things just happen. There's no explanation. Here we're given a little bit more explanation, mm-hmm. more backstory. That's why they have the two hours and fifty minutes because like they really, I think, do a good job utilizing it. And like this giant, it's like a twelve hundred page book mm-hmm. that they're, they're able to pull all this stuff and yeah, jam it full of like exposition in like a good way. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Weird non sequitur as far as books are concerned, though. We were doing a Order of the Phoenix on MCU, uh-huh. and someone left a another piece of trivia in the chat saying that they used a smaller font for that book oh. than they did for the other book. So they, apparently, they used like an eleven point five font, which would have made if they used a normal size font they used for us, it would have made it one of the longest books. Interesting. Yeah. That might be totally. They might be totally full of shit. I didn't bother looking it up. <laughs> but. I, I feel like they're probably printed differently. Like, I don't know. I'm just saying, long yeah. books are great. I guess was my point of that. Sure, I can get into it. Sure. I can get um, into it. Chat also talking about, and I feel like we also have to mention Bill Hader. Holy cow. <sighs> wow. He's great. So He's good so, in this. I've gained so much respect for him uh, because of Barry. And like, we see so much of that, like, good acting mm-hmm. since then. Like, it's just good for him. He's great. Shout outs for him. He was. Talk, I mean, you talk about a guy because if I'm not mistaken, he produced Barry as well, right? Like he and his yes. production team. Produced he even wrote one episode. I think he wrote, yeah, I think the, the amazing episode. <laughs> which one? The fight, the the little girl and the karate dad. Oh, I don't know if I've seen this. Is it this season? Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen the whole season yet. Oh, I'm caught up. It's fine. You're fucking up, man. Oh, I'm gonna watch it. Episode. I think it's episode four. I it's, had a problem where I couldn't watch it because I got winked, but now I'm fine. I'm okay. Oh yeah, that yeah. was really sad. It was, it was. It was hard for me, but we I don't got talk about it. it though. I got through it. Yeah, it was too real. Uh, but no, Bill Hader. Shout out to him. He's yeah. He can crush comedy and drama. Fucking a. Mm-hmm. What a talented yeah. guy. And super tall. Fucker. Is he? Is he <laughs> oh, really God, tall? Yeah, he's tall. He's like probably six three, six mm-hmm. four. Let mm-hmm. me see. <laughs> How tall is Bill How Hader? How tall is Bill Why Hader? Why would you just not Google it? Um, but yeah, I, I I think that... Oh, shit. He ain't that tall anyway. That makes me like him more. Okay. Maybe Henry Winkler is just really small. Um, I think that, like, I don't know who... Um, you have the cast open. Yeah, I'm who pulling it up guy? because I didn't know... Isaiah there Mustafa. There were three... Was really good. I knew half of them, and mm-hmm. I didn't know the other half. Yeah. Uh, but I, I felt like the casting for everyone was so good, very good. So yeah, what the guy that played Mike was in Shadow Hunters and Horrible Bosses. Yes, I, I don't know him from anything. Still don't know that. Oh, Nikita, uh, great series. Oh, yeah, this guy I didn't really know either. Well, uh, there it is. what's his name? Yeah, but I highly recommend it. I think you should go and watch it if you liked uh, the first one. Yeah, it's. I think it's one hundred percent worth yeah. seeing. It's long though, so be ready for that. Yeah. You know, also, I wouldn't recommend seeing it just if you want to see the Birds of Prey teaser. Oh, what cool! A I weird... totally forgot about that. I'm glad you're bringing that up. Birds of Prey. It was 30 seconds. Got maybe. a 30 second te- teaser that is not online oh, anywhere. They make yeah. that movie, and it, I was <laughs> like, I'm very excited to see it because I have a feeling it's going to be a bad trailer. I thought it was awful. So bad. I don't even think that we saw enough of it to say to I have Her no more information. Like I have no more information on it than I did before but it, it I saw was, that. What, her coming out of like balloons? Was it yeah, walking towards it. the camera? Right. And well, I mean, it's a okay. Sure. Her coming out of a the sea of red balloons yeah, makes yeah, you yeah, think yeah. that it's I, gonna start. Right, right, okay. Oh. I didn't, sorry, spoilers. So this is why you know Isaiah Mustafa because he's the old spice guy. Oh, oh. Yeah, in the chat was great that. body. That. They hid that well. Interesting. Shout out to him. God, those commercials were a fucking 
Those were such so a good. Thing. They were such but, a thing. Yeah, her coming out, uh, Margot Robbie coming out and being like, I'm so over clowns. I was just like, oh, Jesus. I mean, that's yeah. not even how the like Suicide Squad ended with you being over clowns, right? Didn't. No, I think he saved her and she went back with him. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> that's what I thought. Did she then return to the group? I don't know. That movie was awful. Isn't the next Suicide Squad movie also apparently not related to the last Suicide Squad movie? Nobody knows. I think Will Smith's not doing it anymore, right? No, yeah, Will Smith's not doing it. They casted someone else really cool for it, right? Uh, Peter Capaldi from Doctor Who. Uh, He's really cool to me. Jack Courtney's still in it, though. Um, oh no! Really? And yeah. Joel, and Joel Birds Kitt. of Prey. Oh, that's though. the first one. I'm sorry. That's the first. Man, one. like I hope that gets uploaded sometime so you guys can see. Uh, Yasmin says Idris Elba. That's uh, yeah. That sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I have n- no idea what that movie is going to be. None. None. Sorry, which one? Doesn't look Birds, Birds of Prey. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's just weird that they put the trailer before uh, it, and that it it is like it plays right when the movie should be starting. So it, it like it's just a bunch of red balloons and you're like, oh, it's interesting they're going to start with this balloon thing and it's just like, oh no, it's Margot Robbie. Oh, we're actually getting the trailer. Great. But before that, we got the DC splash, so we knew it was a DC thing. So it wasn't like it wasn't like a big surprise because they gave you the hint. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was dumb. I can't believe this movie's still being made. Cool. Yeah, I would be very interested to see what they're going to put together for that first trailer. Mm-hmm. All right. So last week I asked you for your topics. Uh, what D23 news are you most excited for? Some of you guys wrote in, like Mitch Crasson. And the Mitch Crasson. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I'm most excited for, Falcon, the Winter Soldier's number one, Frozen 2, which I feel like it's coming out to movie theaters, but okay. Yeah, definitely. And then Encore. The hell's Encore? Well, he, Encore's he, the uh, uh, Chris Pratt Holland movie, right? No. No, Chris that's like Pratt. Soul. Or no, that's the... No, yeah, that's that's Soul. No, Wait, that's not Soul. To be fair, you asked like what D23 stuff in general. Not yeah. You're right. Not right. My apologies. Oh, My Encore apologies, is the Mitch. Kristen Bell series where she reunites uh, musical casts from... Oh, oh, I fucking love that That is idea. interesting. I could see that being a lot of fun. I really want to be in season two I'm never going to watch it because I hate music. I feel like I could do it. I feel like I could crush Julian no. Marsh again. Step right Although, back in like it hasn't been in 20 years. And just hit that <laughs> bell. Triangle. How dare you? Uh, but there's so much more, and I feel like I'm going to watch 90% of uh, what they talked about. That's awesome, dude. I totally agree. There's a lot of cool stuff that I'm excited for. I'm so for. excited. Uh, Salty Bob just didn't understand the prompt. <laughs> Says, you're all crazy and need to listen to Andy. Nirvana the Band, the show, is one of the funniest shows <laughs> I've ever come across. Did you talk about Nirvana the Band, the Here, show yeah, at all? Yeah, talk about it all. Okay. Here's the thing about Andy. Okay. Such a cool concept. Um, it's the way their work around copyright infringement to get pop culture references in the show is a work of genius. Would 100% recommend it. What do we like about Andy? Here's the thing about Andy. Yeah. Is we all love Andy, right? We can all agree that Andy's probably the best of us. Definitely he's, not. He's an nah. innocent, beautiful Don't little respect boy. Him at all. And we love him. Mm. His, what he thinks is funny, I think the reason why he Terrible. works so well, especially with me on KFAF, is because my idea of what's funny is like stuff that's actually really funny. His Aww. idea of what's funny is just uh, not good. But I think that mix is really where you get the magic of KFA. So it's not you, his fault. It's just maybe he, I don't know. Are so you saying to be you clear, Andy likes Nirvana in the show and you like the heat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she got you. She got you, you old man. That is exactly what I'm saying, Joey. Yeah. The heat, arguably top five funniest movies ever made. 
God, I, it's ever made. You're going with ever made. What no, a it's, it's top, maybe top, maybe top fifty. Maybe top fifty. I'm it's so funny that, that like that makes me want to watch it, and it's like I know it shouldn't. I honestly I think you might. If you watch it with the right mindset, I think you'll have a good too. day. I yeah. think you'll think it's fucking yeah. hilarious. Also, it's Josh McCuga, he actually has good opinions. You know, he does. He does. Does he? He recommended the Peanut Butter Falcon, That's and I true. can't stop talking about it. Yep. That's true. Great movie. Uh, all right. Next, uh, we have Daniel Edmonds. Danny Almonds. He put in parentheses. I don't... I don't know. Hey, maybe his is he done, that's his handle. You think? I have no. There's no idea. ad symbol. Maybe it's pronounced Danny Almonds. I don't know. D23 blue massive chunks of awesome into my face. I should not be. I should not be this excited for a Christmas movie starring Anna Kendricks and Bill Hader. But Bill Hader. I am between the exclusive Disney Plus shows. I believe D23 was perfect. Bring on November 12th. I think he's right. You're so I'm close. so excited for this movie. You're so close. Yeah. All right, next week, next week's bronze tier topic, something like that. Sure. Uh, TIFF is happening. The Toronto International Film oh, Festival so fun. is this weekend. And I want you to uh, look around, see if there's any good trailers that we should be watching. Let us know in there. Um, also, was- have you ever been to a film festival? If so, tell me about your experience. Should we start going to them? Definitely. That feels like something that would be fun. Tiff is know? a blast. Rohrbeck goes, and he's probably there right now. He right? is. Mm. We, should, fiance, we, should, we should have the, the Rohrbeck Minnick next week because he watches like every he's movie. Been, humanly I was possible telling Kevin, he he's watched he watched five movies yesterday and has like another five on Dude, his schedule. Dude, that sounds like so today. much fun. I would yeah. love to do that. I, I bonded with him real hard when we, uh, fuck, what city were we in? He, Toronto, probably. No, no it wasn't Kansas. Is Kansas City? No. He was at EGLX last Nebraska? year. Nebraska? It was EGLX last year. We uh-huh. did a little meet and greet, I think. And I, I, he was talking. He was like, I saw this movie, this movie, this movie. I was like, God, he's fucking great. That's a great life, man. Yeah. I've always wanted to go to TIFF. I've always wanted to go into the bigger, to the bigger film festivals. Let's I've just go never, next year. I just never had a reason to. Because it's like, you got to take a whole week off your life and do it. But I do. You know what I want to do? Mm-hmm. I want to go to Sundance when it's, when it's snowy it's- out. And I want to dress like uh, Jim Carrey did. In Dumb and Dumber, where he's got like all the like tassels it. and like the big like western that. style. Why would hat. you do that? Why? Hilarious. Okay. Like leggings, uh-huh. Uggs, tassels, and I go and people go, "That's a guy who knows how to make a statement." Does he have a movie at this place? And I go, "No, I'm not talented enough to do that." I had a movie that went to film <laughs> festivals. What's the statement? <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah. All right. Good enough. Good enough. Yeah. Can you keep just putting movies in, or does that do they have to be made that year? Uh, it has to be made that year, and mm. normally, and this is this was Can you actually do a different cut of it. One of the no, uh, one of the one of the reasons why we couldn't get waiting for the punchline into TIFF was because we'd already screened it as well. So not oh, that they would have accepted it, but they were like, "You're excluded because it's already had a public screening." That's so you have to be very, they're very selective, especially the big ones mm-hmm. like TIFF. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Let's go next year. I'd, I'd be 100 percent down. Let's go hang out with Matt. Thank you so much for joining us this week on content. I hope everyone enjoyed their screencast. I am Kevin Qualley. You can follow me at Kind of Funny Kevin. You can follow Nick at Nick, Nick underscore Scarpino. Underscore your life with a little Nick. You can Jesus Christ, the nose thing really made me uncomfortable. Oh man, what are you it's doing? All right, you can also follow Joey. He's a we cat. have to use those. Uh, you can follow Joey at Joey Noel on all of the social medias. Uh, go and watch a movie. I recommend it. Yeah. And if you don't want to watch it, still watch Peanut Butter Falcon. Watch both. They're great. Now cut the lights. We're done.